0: Good evening, and welcome to Episode 7 of The Big Guns, Reciprocal Return.
1: When we last left our big guns, you were coming back from a very lucrative and difficult mission that once again saw the blood of your less important employees spilled upon the earth. But all the big guys survived, so that's good, right? Coming back, there was a little bit of hostility that finally boiled over with your quote-unquote house guest, but some boundaries should hopefully be established, and maybe in the future not crossed.
0: I I sincerely doubt that for some reason. (laughs)
1: What? Know. Lessons could be learned. I do believe Tess, uh, Masuki, does have a wound from electricity damage, so we'll have to check to see if that heals. You are correct. In fact, let's go ahead and get that out of the way, because we're going to have a couple of weeks of downtime uh, before the Thank next God. mission presents itself. Uh, so, in the first week, or the first five days, go ahead and make a vigor roll for me, please, Tess. Don't forget, you have that one wound, so it should be at minus one. Peace. After a week, you're feeling a lot better. The burns from the electricity are starting to heal. Your arm's not numb anymore. Sweet
2: action. So
1: as I said, it's been about two weeks since your return, and things have been fairly slow. It took the council a few days to appropriate the funds to get it deposited in your account, Flint, but you are now a quarter of a million credits richer which I'm assuming you then deal out to your employees as was previously specified.
0: Yeah, like we talked in last session. uh, Yeah, I just split it up that way.
1: Baradivon has spent a lot of time working on setting up his shop inside the ship city, so he's only really home for meals and to sleep, which is good since tensions there are still a little on edge. He's a lot quieter, not really nosing into people's business. He does seem to be asking you for permission to do a lot of basic tasks, and you can't tell if he's screwing with you or if he's just legit, not sure what he's supposed to ask you about.
3: Uh, yeah,
0: But for the I most part, can. he's
1: not. He's trying to also do his best to stay out from under everybody's feet. Ward is settling in nicely. You can tell that he's definitely got prior military experience, if you're, all the numerous clues hadn't added up yet, by the adaptability and ease, which he is starting to get along with the others and, and set up shop here. He's impressed by the city of Marl. He had heard rumors about it before, but had never actually been there before. So it's a pretty nice tree as it's a decent sized uh, town with its own special brand of uh, interesting and unique things that it offers.
0: The city is impressive, but I bet you have uh, doubts about the guards' capabilities, huh?
1: Yes, sir. I've noticed there really aren't any. It seems like. I don't know. It seems like. One step shy away from gangs, to be honest.
0: Yes, no unified command structure.
1: Yeah, well, more business for you and others, I guess. Hey. But your downtime activities are however you choose to spend them. I imagine, Flint, you're going to work on a lot of repairing. You have a lot of damaged vehicles in the shop. Yeah. Charlie has been on a leave of absence. He seemed a little down or worried. It's hard to tell with him since he doesn't emote like a human being, but he is requested for a couple weeks off to attend to personal business, and you all aren't sure if it's he's upset over the latest series of deaths that seem to keep happening, or if there's something else going on there, but Charlie will be MIA for a little bit.
0: Yeah, he just uh, stuck around long enough to get that money so he could throw it away.
1: Actually, we'll say he hasn't collected that money yet. Oh, never mind mind. (laughs) then. In fact, nobody, and I don't know if he shared his little hole in the wall that he actually sleeps in, so nobody really has seen or heard of him in, in at least the last couple weeks.
3: Like a few what days after
1: returning, he uh, told you guys he was going to be away for a little bit, and then you haven't heard anything since. How, what is everybody up to in their downtime, aside from shopping? Let's go through the list here. Rock, how is Atec adapting to his, well, first few weeks of life?
4: I imagine he's like... You know he's he's trying to learn and you know he's 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 exploring himself everything right like he's eating he's like trying new foods he's uh, trying different alcohols as he finds them uh, you know he he asks uh, for a few credits to go buy some uh, some cigars as he's shopping for cigars he uh, he stumbles acro- across grenades comes back tells the boss about that. Anyway, so he's, uh, But he also spends an inordinate amount of time sitting around watching country western shows.
1: It is popular here the Pecos Empire, so it's not hard to find some. The city of Marl itself is rather large. There's more people you've ever seen put together at once, mostly because the most people you've ever seen put together at once are this party. So there are literally a couple thousand people here, and it's primarily a city that caters to recreational needs. So there's a lot of fun ways to spend your credits and spend your afternoons. Tess, what's Masuki up to? How's she dealing with that loss?
2: Uh, I'm pretty sure Masuki just seems bitter and distracted. It's probably a combination of death, lack of Charlie, despising Barati Vaughn for his stupid booby traps, and theft of
1: my bedroll. But you got back though, so yeah. <laughs> it only costs you severe electrical burns. <laughs> you
2: no, know, all I got was a stupid wound.
1: Yep. At least you're convalescing well. So Masuki's probably best avoided, I imagine, then. if she's a little little snappish and moody, or is she doing a good job not taking out her inner turmoil on others?
2: Oh no, she's definitely snappish and moody as hell, but she's pretty much sticking to working on her glitter boy.
1: Yeah. Thankfully, it pulled away from this whole trip. I mean, it took a good missile hit, but it was fairly easy to patch up. Uh, no real internal system damage. What little bit that it accrued during that Trek 2 pine box, uh, Flint was able to fix for you. So, she's working 100%. However, the city does have a little bit of a missile shortage. Looks like a lot of people have been buying them up lately, so you're only able to find three mini-missiles to replace the ones you've used. So I'm not sure if that puts you back up to full or not. I haven't been keeping track of your ammo, but
2: it absolutely does not.
1: But hey, it's it's better than nothing.
2: That is correct.
1: I'll take what I can get. As a matter of fact,
2: um, I'll also start looking around for some sort of Japanese lessons because this is out of control. <laughs> uh,
1: go ahead and give me a common knowledge roll. <laughs>
2: It wasn't until I said Glitterboy Boy that I was like, oh yeah, it does that thing all the time where I assume it's saying missiles are locking on me, but I don't actually fucking know.
1: Yeah, uh, you managed to find a teacher. Uh, they will just charge you 100 credits a lesson. Fantastic. So other than learning some Japanese, are you doing anything else through your rec time? Are you taking up any new hobbies? Do you run into ATAC and all the bars he's stopping in to drink and smoke? <laughs> are you pretty much? Are you pretty much just going to be a homegirl and? Now I'll
2: probably run into ATEC at nights when I go to drink away my memories because I can't sleep.
1: Gotcha. Sad but effective and fun.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I imagine. All right, Papa Flint. All right, go ahead, Rob. Uh, no, I was
4: just imagining the conversation between ATEC when he comes back to Flint. He's like, "Well, I've been out shopping. They say." uh, I buy this nice box of cigars here. They'll give me five free grenades.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's all. <laughs> Makes me question the quality of the grenades. Uh, of course, or <laughs> the quality of the cigars, one of the two. But grenades wouldn't be a bad idea. I can definitely. Uh, we can. We can outfit you with some grenades. Do you want to go buy them yourself?
4: Yeah. I think I do I think that would be dandy
0: Alright Um I guess I could give you some credits To do that Well I think for two boxes
4: Of cigars As they say Uh I think it's gonna run about 5,500 credits
0: Um Um some expensive cigars yeah all right uh you know he's seems slightly pained as he kind of pulls out a cred stick and a blank one and and then transfers 6 thousand credits over to you gives you the gives you the the new your first credit stick I guess
1: in my mind like like it's like a little credit card with like a digital readout that shows the numbers and as every number ticks up, like Flint just winces more and more.
0: But then he starts to realize that this is the first card that he's gotten, the first cred that this uh this this new life has ever had. So he's starting to realize this is a momentous occasion, you know. Well it's important where every being to at some point accept financial responsibility over their own life. There's nothing more important than money, boy, I tell you that, okay? You're going to want to regard this to the best of your ability. This right here is everything. It's what what keeps you standing in the community. It's what will save your life Uh, when you're hungry. Well, I guess you don't get hungry, but it'll buy you parts when it's time to repair yourself. There's nothing more important than money, except the lives of your friends and loved ones. Keep that in mind. Here you go. And he kind of hands it over like handing a knight his first sword. He holds out his hand. He's like, just kind of stares at the cred stick in his hand for
4: a moment. Well, I sure do appreciate it. I will cherish this cred stick for the rest of my days.
0: I now declare thee fiscally responsible.
4: He nods and uh, tips his hat to you.
1: And with that wonderful bit of acknowledging your character's hindrances, it's a good reminder that you all do start with your full uh, bevy of bennies. And Justin, take an extra one. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Good start. Twisting your greed into a somewhat motivational and, I thought, well thought out life ethos. Oh, thanks. <laughs> We should all like money. Yeah.
3: <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, Now y'all remember that, kids. All you out there listening. Nothing more important than money. Money is
1: what's important, except for the lives <laughs> of your friends and family. Not
3: right, their Scrooge well-being, we not
1: their emotions, just their lives. Just their lives. Credits. Credits is number one. You're not a person until you're fiscally responsible. Do I have, like, a port where the credit stick integrates? It's up to you. You you probably have like a Robocop kind of uh, holster mechanism where you can put little like pocket change kind of stuff. Yeah. But typically, they're like they're like little like credit cards, essentially, with quantum computers in them.
4: Yeah, I've got a small little compartment, and I tuck it away in. It keeps it nice and safe.
1: So, Flint, aside from teaching the lessons of uh, finance and commerce, what are you doing with your downtime, sir?
0: Well, uh, I guess uh, one of the first things Flynn will do is put up a curtain around ATAC's charging station so he doesn't have to see him exploring himself. And <laughs> a, young, a young boy needs some privacy. And then uh, I will uh, have to go into town, do some shopping for parts and whatnot, and I assume that is also the time when I will attempt to make contact with uh, the NPC, whose name I definitely did not forget because I'm a professional...
1: You mean your, your council liaison, Rogar Flynn? Yes, Rogar Flynn. That's the, the guy. I was just making sure you knew who I was talking about. I, good keep me on my toes. Yep. And,
0: uh, yeah, because I assume at some point I need to, I would like to report in person what happened on this mission. Do is that something you want nature. to
1: role play out? Or is that something you just want to We can do
0: that. Uh, I'll tell them yep. the results of the last thing, because more importantly, I'm fishing for information too, so yeah.
1: That's why I kind of thought. So yeah, you get in touch with him, leave him a message, uh, on his end, he's assuming you're trying to hit him up for that payment, which is a lot of credits to move around, so he's not eager to pick up the, the comm and get you back right away. But after a few days, he does uh, call you back, set up some me- a meeting time uh, at your convenience, wherever you'd like to meet him at. Whether it's somewhere to over drinks or food, or if you'd rather him come to your compound, or if you want to meet him in his actual office.
0: I think we'll meet in his office. It's about time for me to see where this man works.
1: So you're familiar with this part of the ship as it's kind of like some of the bigger areas, the more secure areas where the council has set up. However, if you imagine like the council chambers and their offices is like a ring or like a bullseye, he is on the far end. Like He is one of the outer level kind of stuff. Like he is not a mover and shaker by any means. His office is relatively small. Like, it's clear that due to the giant nature of this ship that this is not a room or even a closet. This is a... Probably, you know, a few hundred years ago, this was an access panel to, like, some kind of circuitry or computer, which, once cleared of all that, makes a decent, like, you know, 10x10 kind of cube. You do see a... Like as you come in, open the door, which is like, like most of the doors in here, something that has been retrofitted after the fact for humanoid size. It's a small office, relatively clean, relatively spartan. There is a wooden desk; looks like it's seen its fair share of use and uh, time. The seat that he's got behind it, it looks like it's like the old driver's seat from like a mountaineer or some other kind of vehicle, repurposed as like an office desk uh, chair. Mm-hmm. And you do see Rogar kind of tiredly working by a rather dull kind of lamplight, typing away on a computer, uh, co- with a uh, kind of like an iPad esque like tablet uh, also at his side that he's looking at information on.
0: What about uh, other personnel? Did I have to pass through like a bullpen or something like that before I got to his office, or is he kinda... not
1: really? He is so low on the totem that he doesn't have like a secretary or anything like that.
0: Gotcha. So he is a. Uh member of the least valued par- part of this uh, city, and low enough on the pole that he would be assigned to a relatively untested mercenary group as liaison. Tracks?
1: that pr- Most of that tracks. Probably also due from what little bits and pieces you've gleaned about his background, he is somebody who lives the life, kind of. Mm-hmm. Maybe not mercenary for hire, but at least professional, either peacekeeper or soldier. Yeah. So he has this skill set and the knowledge to interface with people like you
3: mm-hmm.
1: and address kind of the overall kind of security needs making sure you're getting fair pay and not also taking advantage of the council's large yeah but but as far as actual political clout he has none i mean and he probably does interface with other mercenaries as well but that you're not 100 sure on because you haven't really got to know him quite so well
0: yeah, but I'm, I'm just picking up the clues. You know, it seems the council is mostly concerned with their own individual concerns or the concerns of whichever sector they, you know, represent. And defenses kind of fall into to the side.
1: Yeah, traditionally, since the defenses are held, handled by each kind of chair and mm-hmm. they're, the social groups they represent, there is no overall moral defense force or even a police force. Fair. If war were to happen, it would be essentially they'd pay mercenaries to fight for them or it'd be every man woman for themselves which might, may or may not be a good thing in a lot of people's opinion but you'd have to actually investigate further to find out the general consensus on that ah sorry Flint I didn't mean to make you let yourself in I apologize please uh, have a seat
3: alright
0: Snow no skin off my back I can walk in it's fine you look
1: busy. Yes, uh, dealing with a few different irons in the fire, not the least of which and he kind of like pulls out a like a like a key card, slides it on something behind his desk. You hear like the snap hiss of like a sealed container popping open. Hands you a uh, silver credit card. Took a little while. Council does appreciate your patience,
3: oh, but there's upgraded. your pay.
1: Two and a half thousand, or two hundred fifty thousand credits.
0: Yes, yes, good. Pleasure before business. I like it. Like a good man.
1: Well, I. He kind of looks a little, raises an eyebrow, looks a little puzzled. I thought this is what you wish to speak to me about.
0: No, that's not all of it.
1: Oh well, well and he kind of straightens his desk. You see him like press a couple buttons on his keyboard. And he leans back. By all means, go well, first. What well, little time I have is yours.
0: Uh, you may want to consider, the council may want to consider Uh, sending, dispatching an armed force or weapons or something like that to this Fade town If they intend to continue receiving such high quality goods They were uh, beset by a bit of trouble during their last trip 49 villagers went into the Fade 43 villagers came out Demon took the rest
1: I'm assuming the problem has been dealt with?
0: Aye. Oh, on a side note, do you know anyone in the market for demon parts?
1: Not personally, nah, but there
0: mind. are a I'll few... i check the magic section. It's, it's fine. That's, uh... That's just something that I was concerned with, uh... It seems that they're not equipped to, uh, properly defend themselves, and if, uh... If they're destroyed outright, then, uh, you're gonna lose a valuable source of, uh, commodities, but... Something far more disturbing happened on our return trip.
1: Uh, at the moment, the door is still open behind you. Just FYI.
0: At that point, Flint kind of looks around. Uh, and uh it's a, is it a manual door? Like hinges and all that good stuff?
1: No, it's, a, it's like a sliding mechanical door that kind of collapses into the wall, but there's a button you have to press.
0: Uh, this next part uh, its probably not something you want everybody to hear. And he kind of looks right. meaningfully toward the door.
1: He kind of just nods towards you and then glances at the door as if to say, Go close it. You're closer. Okay,
0: now close it. Uh, I want to attempt to scan the room for radio signals with my radio to see if there's any listening devices. Is that something I can try?
1: Yeah, give me an electronics roll at minus two. Okay, I can do that
0: seems that electronics is on my character sheet, which I totally have open because I was prepared for all of this and I Back am to not Back that professional
1: stalling. combat from earlier. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Okay. But At a minus two, that is a six. So it should be a success.
1: That is a success. Yeah. Uh, not really detecting anything. The walls here, I mean, are still bulkhead for this ship, so it's they're pretty thick. They block a lot of transmissions. From what you understand, that is quite a bit of a problem. So there's a lot of actual like cable communication lines. Radios are a little bit less reliable in the actual city ship itself. But don't seem to be anything showing that's recording anything.
0: All right. I pull up a picture of Calidax's uh, head. I didn't think to take the picture before I cut his head off. So just a picture of his head.
3: Okay.
0: This is a uh, Calidax. Remember that first mission uh, you sent us out on? I told you we ran into some bandits, and they're pretty close tomorrow.
1: Remember, he didn't technically send you out on that one. That was you demanding the council. council. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of, like, taps. Let's see here. I do have a little bit of info on that. Something about a farmer in a rift.
0: Aye, yes. Uh, Afterwards. And Rogar Flynn is the one that debriefed me afterwards, right? He brought me my first crate card. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So as I said, we lost some folks. It's because uh, the uh, Uteni that had actually come out of the rift uh, quickly attracted the attention of a small bandit group. Uh,
1: I remember odd that they were that close to the city.
0: Yes, yes. Kalidex was their leader. When we left Pinebox, Kalidex was lying in wait for us in an ambush. With a much larger force, he knew we were coming. That strikes me as even more odd.
1: You're not alone in feeling that.
0: There shouldn't have been many many folks that were privy to such information, given the value of this uh, cargo. Well,
1: on that on that front, you'd be a little surprised. It happens fairly every few years. There's nine members of the council, all of their assistants and aides, as well as four young people assigned to the task itself. I'm assuming you and yours didn't let slip much information. Would you be surprised that even with the baseline of operational security, how much can get out?
0: Either way, the simple fact that this information was out there and coupled with the uh, recent bandit activity is uh, disturbing to say the least. That it is. In addition, uh. His tech came from Marl. So how can you be sure? Well, let's just say that I'm pretty good at what I do, and, uh. Tech is what I do.
1: Well, we are. A commercial center point for most of the villages and towns in a few. at least 50 mile radius. There's a chance somebody on his employee picked it up? Or was it something that he would have to been here to have installed or done?
0: I, it was a intensive cybernetic augmentation. He would have had to come into to, into the city to receive the surgery. Individually, all of these things could probably be written off, but three coincidences in one man?
5: No.
1: It doesn't bode well. Not at all. Unfortunately, due to the fact that the nature of our guards, I'll be unable to question all of them and see if they've seen this man, but those that I do have sway with, I'll interrogate and find out if they've seen him at any point in the last month or two. Maybe we can get some more leads.
0: He's not a problem anymore, but there's always someone else to take his place. I just wanted you to be aware.
1: I appreciate that. And I'm sorry that you're... Well, I'm sorry that you lost people due to this mistake. I will do what I can on my end to see if we can get a little bit more security for these missions that we assign you. As well as see if there's anything we can do for compensation. Hey. In the meantime, I would appreciate it. I know we haven't worked together that long, but if, as a favor to me, if you keep this information between us...
0: Well, that's just the the best tactical maneuver anyway. If we tip our hands then they'll know we're on to them and they'll cover our tracks. Right now you got a chance to uh, to find them. Uh, I assume that you plan on looking. I do. Then I'll leave it to you. Inside the city my influence is very little and I would probably be overstepping my bounds if I sought out vengeance on my own, but someone has to pay for this.
1: Agreed. I'll let you know when I find something.
0: And that's, uh, that's it. He just kind of gets up and walks toward the door.
1: Right. anything else that anybody wants to accomplish during their downtime in intervening two weeks?
2: Uh... Negative, Ghost Rider. One other thing, in
0: addition to repairing our vehicles that we have there, uh... As kind of a olive branch, after I got onto Varate, I will offer to repair his vehicles if he purchases the necessary parts.
1: Uh, you don't need any parts to fix his. His isn't actually wrecked. It's just wounded, so.
0: Okay. Well, in that case, uh, then I'll I'll fix his vehicle up, too.
1: I'm not going to make you roll. You're skilled enough that you could easily do it, especially in the amount of time. Yeah.
0: With two weeks, it's nearly impossible for me to fail.
1: Yeah. You, you could probably roll well enough to do almost all the vehicles in the same day. Mm-hmm. Alright, so two weeks go by, Charlie-less. Tension at home. Masuki's still kind of moody. Everybody's just kind of going about their day, their business. Living life and moral as best they can with a lot of credits in their pocket. But then the council doesn't come a-calling. Rogar doesn't come. No new missions. You spent a good chunk of change already paying your men and then also repairing your, your gear. And while you have plenty of money now... Who's to say you're going to have some in a month or two? And you know, bills are going to pile up, food's not cheap, especially when you have a robot eating everything even though he doesn't technically need to. So Flint, you're kind of oh, looking hungrily at the help wanted section, thinking about almost maybe she's going to start doing repair work again. Yeah. When you receive a message from somebody you don't particularly like.
0: Oh no.
2: But i vons right over there.
0: It's not barad i I kind of love him, but it's the fucking elf. From your
1: own lips, you said.
0: It's the fucking elf. (laughs) What is this bastard? It's a message, right? Not like he's not calling me.
1: Nah, I imagine you probably wouldn't have answered it.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm going to pull up Ardenvale's message then.
1: Ah, good morning, Magnesium, sir. Hope you and yours are having a fine day. So, a colleague of mine has approached me with a rather delicate task. It seems she is in the need of men such as yourself. I offer to go as an intermediary, though I know you don't like to be bothered. <laughs> but, um, her circumstances are dire, her situation unique, and it could be something mutually beneficial to the both of you. Uh, here's her contact information, she will be in the city only for a short time, so if you are interested, I do suggest haste, but far be it from me to tell you how to live your life, Magnesium, you're a smart man, you can make the proper decisions, I'm rambling, aren't I? I'm rambling, this needs to stop. The message is stopping. Was that- how did you hear, like, speaking to somebody off mic? Was that good? Well, I'm sure he liked it and it cuts off. (laughs) <laughs>
3: oh okay And
1: included with the message is a uh, a contact frequency but no name has been given or anything like that it's just a, a, a frequency number to tune your radio to essentially
0: okay I closed my uh, moral book buy sell trade section uh, and <laughs> going to uh, attempt to contact this uh, new person
3: here though Hello?
1: Who is this?
0: uh, This is Magnesium Flint. I received your contact information from an acquaintance.
1: Oh, you're Arden's friend.
0: Acquaintance. The mercenary.
1: (sighs) No matter which flavor of dwarf I run across, it's always the same with you people. Yes, I am also Arden's acquaintance. And I do have need of people in your line of work. Would you be open to discussing terms for a potential job?
0: If the money's right.
1: We can discuss payment. I'm assuming you'll want to before agreeing to anything. Aye. I will be coming by myself. You may bring whoever you wish. I fear not what men you may bring.
0: Is there any image
1: with this uh, communication? Nah, you're, this is straight uh, audio.
0: I can't. This is either an elf for someone very rich. One of which I like and one of which I don't. So. Alright. Uh, very well. Uh, where would you like to meet?
1: Any place is fine. I'm not from the city, so I don't know it that well. Preferably a place we can speak in relative privacy.
0: Uh, uh The Overlook. It's uh, an establishment uh, in the city. It has a... Uh, in that good. derelict? Yes, sure. Derelict. We'll call it that. Oh, you're talking about the ship. Yes, yes. In the ship.
1: Okay, I'm sure I can find it. When would be a good time for you? I am on somewhat of a tight schedule here.
0: Okay, meet you this evening.
1: Agreed. What time?
0: 5 p.m. will work. Uh crowd shouldn't be too big. That way, it'll be easier for us to have our privacy.
1: Very well. I'll see you then. All right. Hopefully, we'll be able to reach an accord and do business together. Okay. Just hear the click of the com being disconnected. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna
0: find. Uh, I'm gonna check around, to find out Who's here today? And let them know where I'm going. Uh, you find me. I'm. I'm like looking in
4: a mirror. And I'm just over and over going, you looking at me, punk? (laughs) I I, I reset. I do it again.
2: If it's the daylight hours, I'll be polishing my glitter boy. Are you trying to draw a gun that you do not carry, Rock?
4: I'm like, sometimes you see him, like, fumbling for a gun that's air or, like, he's, like, trying to use his fist and, like, uh, his claws in, like, intimidating ways. He's like, no, no, no. He puts him back away. He resets. See works on his intimidation.
0: <laughs> uh, you realize you're calling yourself a punk. That's that's your reflection. He stops exactly where he's at. Sheets his claws. Turns. I, I point him to the other wall where there's a picture of a, an elf with uh, dart holes in it. You should try uh, practicing with that. Uh, well,
4: I really appreciate the point out. There, Master Flint. I will. Uh, I'll give that a go. He goes over there and uh, there's a picture of the elf.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: How
4: big is this picture? Life size. Life size? There's a life yeah. size. Like is that like cardboard cutout or is it like? No, it's just like a poster. There's a poster of an elf and it's just on mm-hmm. the wall.
0: Yeah, it's like a bust. It's not like the full body. It's just on the wall. I throw darts at it. I assume you're in the garage because that's where you usually are, yeah. and that's where I keep my my thinking room. And he, he walks over to it, and he, he starts over, and he's like,
4: You looking at me, punk? And then he draws his claws and
1: stabs it. They easily <laughs> go through the wall, as far as you're willing to shove them through. You do mega damage. This wall is definitely not that.
0: Like that, Master Flint? Uh, yeah, that's, a, that's good, but uh, try not to bring the place down, okay? Uh, these things aren't cheap to replace. I'm going to be heading into the city, I'm going to go to a place called the Overlook uh, meet a potential client uh, you're welcome to come along, but if not, that's where I'll be
4: well, that's exactly my game
0: Uh you see Masuki, or Charlie
4: nobody's been inside of the garage in say I don't know, 72 hours okay Do you realize he probably hasn't left the garage in days? (laughs) He's probably been in
1: front of that mirror for days.
2: That's what I was thinking the whole time.
1: Subtle changes in the tone of his voice, trying to get it to be perfect.
0: (laughs) Inaudible frequencies, even.
4: Yeah, like like going
1: through all of them. That was attempt number 5,432. All right, this was good, but now adjust chin height 2 millimeters... And audio, 0.3 decibels.
0: <laughs> uh, is Masuki around? Masuki?
2: Yeah. Tess? Masuki is definitely polishing the Glitter Boy. Gotcha. All
1: right. It really sounds like code for something. It possibly... Oh.
0: install another curtain for her as well.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Masuki, I got a line on another job. I'm going to be going to the Overlook to meet the uh, client and get the information. Uh, you're welcome to come along, or I can tell you about it when I get back.
2: Nope. We definitely need a job. I can't. I can't. I just can't.
0: I can't stay here for much longer either. I mean, people poking holes in the walls, we're out of using up all the electricity. I'm gonna have to uh, get some credits to pay for that.
2: My glitter boy can't get shinier.
0: <laughs> hadn't seen Charlie in a while.
2: How oh, The moment she mentioned Charlie, Masuki just looks a little bit more sad and pathetic. Yeah.
0: He said he needed some time, so I guess we'll give him a space. But if you see him, uh, let him know that, he's, that we're his family. We, you know, you've know, always been better at connecting with him than I am.
2: That's because he's not made out of gold. When is this meeting?
0: We're going this evening at 5.
2: I'll be ready. Masuki looks like she's going to take her first shower and since the day we got back. Oh,
3: wow.
1: <laughs> that is ripe.
0: <laughs> and, uh, uh, Flint's going to get some uh, aloe vera for that sick burn that Masuki gave <laughs> <laughs> him.
3: Right,
1: assuming no other special precautions are necessary, we will fast forward to our meeting. So the overlook is, like I said before, a nice place near the top of the ship that's elevated high in the air. Open out through the outer hull, so it's got a platform built. So there's a few tables out there. Generally, a pretty high-class eating and drinking establishment, but not super, super fancy to the point where it's like exclusionary. Show up at the off hours, around five o'clock. So there's not a whole lot going on. Still a little early for dinner. People are just now going to be getting off of work and coming in to drink. So you have a little bit of time. And as you're walking in, the bartender kind of. Gives you a nod, Flint, because you've been here a few times, and he pretty much remembers every person who's ever walked through the door.
0: Oh, that's professional, bro. Mr. Magnesium, sir. Good evening. Do I remember his name? Did he ever give me a name? You've never actually inquired about his name. Good evening. I'm surprised you remember me. What's your name? Derek, sir. Derek. Good name. I'm expecting company. Uh, Uh,
1: That is what I wanted to ask you about. I believe she has arrived. And while we pride ourselves on not excluding anyone here, she is getting a reaction out of some of our patrons.
0: Interesting.
1: I had her wait on the balcony where there was less people.
0: I appreciate it. Uh, Sorry, I haven't met her, so I wasn't aware of... Any reaction she might have created. I'll, uh, I'll go talk to her and see if we can't get out of here here quickly. I apologize, Derek. Take
1: think nothing of it, sir. Would you like the same thing you had last time?
0: Aye. And, uh, make it a couple extra. He motions towards Misuki and, uh, ATAC.
1: The barest kind of chink in his professionalism as he looks at the robot that you ordered a drink for. <laughs> But he quickly <laughs> just nods and starts filling glasses.
2: Welcome to Judgment Day.
0: Uh, it, I, I, We didn't actually do it beforehand, but at some point, Flint would have had to have told Atak that he needs to keep his claws covered in city limits and explain to him, like, probably as we were approaching the checkpoint where they make us, you know, where they check us for weapons. That sort of thing. Yeah. yeah
1: most melee weapons outside of large two-handed weapons are okay unless they're clearly primitive Uh, small like sidearm guns are okay even if they are mega damage but any like two-handed weapons, power armor that kind of thing is generally frowned upon and you are supposed to disclose it at a checkpoint and stow it that being said most of the guard entry points don't even have scanners some do some don't they're all varying quality depending on which way you enter the city ship itself but as you move through the sparsely crowded kind of interior of this bar and move out to where you start seeing the last bit of light, kind of daylight coming through, the balcony tables are empty except for one person standing next to one looking out over the edge. You see a woman of kind of indeterminate age, looks human, so no, no pointy ears. And let's see if this will actually share so you can see it. Whoa!
0: She looks kind of fucked up.
1: She's got kind of loose-fitting, right? dark black or blue clothes. Definitely doesn't look like she's wearing any kind of like modern technological stuff. So she's like kind of like a cross between somebody coming from a Ren Fair, mixed with a little bit of like cyberpunk there, like Mad Maxy.
3: Uh-huh.
1: She is carrying a rather large staff that's at least a good two feet taller than her. Looks like it's carved with um intricate runes and things like that. So she clearly looks like somebody who is. Uh, more of the mystical bent
0: uh, I see she looks like she's been scarred
1: she does have one across her For face life. Yeah. but as you kind of make your way on there she slowly turns her head and kind of does look you up and down you must be Flint Aye. and these are your well not men
0: these are my companions. We work together.
1: Well. Shall we begin? Howdy. I'm Atec. She kind of gives you just a nod. Greetings, Golem.
4: Greetings, Golem. He's really unsure about the Golem like, He's, I guess that's just how people greet one another here.
1: So a quick flex, a robot and a dwarf walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> She moves towards the table, pulls a chair out, takes her hand off her staff, and it just sort of stays in place without her touching it. Magical, Does that bother you, dwarf?
0: I, I wouldn't not. I wouldn't go so far as to say it bothers me. It's just that uh, I pride myself in understanding how the world works, and uh, magic defies that. It's off-putting.
1: Well, I've been to many worlds and I've only figured out how a few of them work, so best of luck. Hey. please sit like I said, I am pressed for time.. My name is Lorena Montague and I am in trouble and I much to my chagrin, need assistance, which men like yours you and yours might be able to provide me from what I hear from Arden. You are mercenaries, correct? That we are. From what I've been able to understand in this town, you are skilled. And possess at least a modicum of power.
0: Uh, We are skilled, and we do have big guns, if that's what you mean by a modicum of power.
1: It certainly is acceptable. I need a group that is willing to brave life and limb to retrieve something for me that I hold very dear. What I propose is incredibly dangerous and not for the faint of heart. Hey. I'll judge by the fact that you haven't left immediately that you are open to this.
0: We are not faint-hearted, for sure. Although danger carries a how much higher press tag.
1: She kind of raises an eyebrow at that, but... Is this the totality of your group?
0: No. This is just uh, two of the more effective members.
4: And by effective, he means effective at killing.
0: Yes, Jackie, you are very effective at killing, but there are other things that uh, need be done sometimes.
2: Oh. I could never imagine what. <laughs> Suki takes a sip of her drink. He <laughs>
0: just shakes his
2: head. Kind of pinches her bridge of her nose In between her eyes Light a cigar
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well I don't care whose blood you shed to accomplish a goal As long as the goal is accomplished But you might need to defend yourself Which is why I ask about the power you can bring to bear Looking at three of you None of you are are gifted in the arcane Do you have any members that are?
3: We have
0: a it. However, they probably will not be joining us on this mission, if it is as dangerous as you say. He's rather young.
1: Pity. Magic would be useful, though hopefully not critical.
0: What is the mission?
1: One of my former traveling companions lost her child. It was taken by a group of fanatical cultists that believes that the child would become some sort of harbinger or dragon god of destruction nonsense, really. But they took her egg a few decades ago, and I've managed to finally track it down. Mag tilts his head just, just slightly when she says egg. Apparently, over the decades, it's made its way to a ancient sanctuary for such things a nursery if you will I don't know if the cultists are there or if somebody purchased the egg from them or took it by force I've only recently discovered its location and the means to access it however doing so precludes me from going myself otherwise I would just simply take it
0: can you clarify that?
1: Yes. The tower where the nursery is is on a moon in another dimension. I can open a rift through to this dimension. But due to the wards they have in place, if I don't maintain that hole on our side, it will close. And you won't be able to return.
0: I see. That's why you needed help. Because if you go through, yes. you couldn't come back.
1: I could go back, but I couldn't bring the egg with me. I. Aye. People of my skill set have no problem returning to their home dimension. But, again, it would be pointless without the egg.
0: Magnesium opens up his uh, Tomorrow Legion Player's Guide. Looks for the section. Oh, nope, it's not in this one. What book is the Shifter in?
1: If anybody wants to, they can make an occult check to see, with minus two to see if they have any inkling of what she is.
2: I think it's best if I do not. I will
0: make the roll, but I mean, I'm sure I will fail because I don't think I actually have a cult. Not unless I really want to have a cult today, but I don't think I do. So I'll just roll. See if I have heard of shifters in this life. I have not. Negative one and a negative one. Oh, that's before you're minus two. So
1: It's <laughs> yeah, you- actually a crit fail. Did you roll a one on both?
0: Well, yeah, it could, because it's negative one, so that yep, would be... Yep, you did. After a minus two, that would be, uh... <laughs> yeah. That
1: I can't went, think went of anything went. good to punish you for on this, so we'll just let it slide for this time.
0: That's okay, I thought she was going to be an a blind warrior woman. No.
1: So, my particular situation, I need a group of powerful individuals, preferably in a small enough group where infiltration is a key factor. I don't think a standing fight is the way to go in this particular case. I have a little bit of information about the plane itself, but unfortunately I have not been able to go check it out personally. So I'm not 100% sure what kind of defenses they may have in place.
4: Tech suddenly becomes very self-conscious about the creaking in his shoulder as he lifts his cigar to his
0: mouth. Yeah. Oh shit. Does Atac not have any stealth programming?
1: Negative. Well, Your shiny like glitter it. girl ain't exactly a bastion <laughs> of stealth either.
2: I am until I get in my glitter boy.
1: Yeah, that's why I said.
0: <laughs> Is there any limitation to uh, the size of things you can pass through? She works best in her suit of armor. Perhaps you've heard of the glitter boy armor.
1: She does look kind of impressed at that. I can make it big enough for that to pass, but that's probably about it if I want to be able to maintain it long enough for you to come back.
0: What about the number? Besides stealth, is there any other limitation?
1: No. Uh, The plane itself, though, I don't know what happened, but the moon has been fallen and broken. From what I can detect, there's very little air, but you should still be able to breathe. You'll need some way to fly or transverse the the broken island of the moon. Fly, Or some grappling hooks and a lot of patience. Which is why I said somebody with magic would be more useful, but if you are half as smart as Arden seems to think you are, I'm sure you could find a way. The other reason I'm coming to you and not going to a more established company, aside from slim pickings in this area. I don't have credits, or whatever your local currency is here.
0: What? Flint stands up.
1: That doesn't mean I
2: can't give you something of value. Man, it's a shame we can't take this mission all of a sudden.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean by something of value? He hadn't sat back down yet, but at least he hasn't walked away.
1: My journey, I've met many powerful people. Many of them owe me favors. I'm also quite a skilled magic user myself.
0: Do any of them what owe you money?
1: Is... Nothing so common. Tell me, Mr. Magnesium Flint, what do you and your companions here want? Credits.
0: Oh, I thought I made that clear. He's just got a dead pain look on his face.
1: <laughs> Arden never said you were that small-minded.
0: Small minded. Credits are the world. That's, that's quite large minded of me to be so in incit- If
1: monetary concerns is the only thing you have, I'm sure there will be plenty of gold to harvest while you're there. It is a dragon nursery after all.
2: there's a gold, Hank. I'm sorry, what?
1: Yes, ma'am. What did you say?
2: No, what did you say?
1: What is it that you want? Ask. No, if it...
2: pass that. The nursery part.
1: It's a dragon nursery was that not implied when I said egg of a dragon god
0: she did, she did say egg she did say dragon she did say nursery I mean she might have she might have you there Masuki, but I I get it she's not being very direct.
1: Masuki finishes her drink <laughs> So aside from t- any gold or items you can claim while you're there what is it that you want? Surely you have bigger aspirations than just increasing the size of your bank account. Or are you just like every other dwarf in the
2: multiverse? This shit's about to get real, ladies and gentlemen. It's been quite pointy.
1: The powerful often do, Mr. Flint.
0: Aye, so do the arrogant.
1: I'm that too. I'm offering you essentially... Aside from your baser needs, whatever you want.
0: It was so easy to acquire anything you wanted. Folks wouldn't have to work at all. And you wouldn't look like you have lost everything.
1: You presume too much, Mr. Flint.
0: I. I that I do. It takes a drink of whiskey.
1: You have no desires other than money.
0: I have many desires. But, uh. You're being quite vague, and very, very often,
1: magic comes with a price. Well, the, any prices that will be had, I'll be having to pay.
3: Hmm.
1: And as far as the vagueness, it's because magic is unlimited, dear boy. Do you need your enemies turned into guinea pigs? Someone raised from the dead? And Masuki parks up. Yeah. transportation out of this shithole of a world I could take you to a dwarven paradise ice where your kind rules an entire world made of mountains and stone I'm sure you could find plenty of riches there but if your minds are small and all you care about is credits then I've sought out the wrong people and she starts moving her chair back
0: Flint looks over at Masuki
1: What does she mean by bring someone back from the dead? I mean exactly what I said, young lady. I know a necromancer or two that owes me.
0: Flint's just kind of like, you know, his face has got that moral quandary (laughs) on it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it does. Masuki's face looks a little psychotic. Yeah. Oh, shit. Mm Mm-hmm. That was well played, Jason.
0: What kind of... what kind of return to life could you accomplish?
1: The living kind? There are no strings that you'll have to pay. She won't be a zombie, or excuse me, they won't be a zombie.
0: No side effects.
1: Who has to pay the strings? As I said before, I am in your debt for what you will accomplish. I will have to pay any prices. You and yours will be free of any burden that I have to bear.
0: Are there any stipulations regarding this resurrection?
3: Well,
1: the necromancer who owes me a favor is only moderately skilled, so that can't have been dead for more than a few years. But other than that, do you have the body? That would be useful. Not onus. In okay, case so it wasn't clear what I mentioned earlier, I'm undertaking this endeavor to a promise of a friend. I hold my promises very important. So I promise you this. Retrieve the egg. Bring it back to me safely. And I will resurrect this person of yours, and she glances at Masuki. And that will cover what I owe you, young lady. As for your golem and yourself, dwarf... If you require credits, I will do what I can to acquire them for you. Though I think you are squandering a much more valuable opportunity.
2: Hell.
0: Just call me small-minded, then.
1: I already have. It's practically a dwarven character trait. We have an
0: accord. We'll take the job. You gather what credits you can to make good on me, but... long as you take care of her request. We'll call it square.
1: You leave in three days at the Equinox. I'll need the power to open Rift. And if you know of one relatively close by where we won't be interfered with, it would be helpful.
0: Is there gravity on this moon? Atmosphere?
1: Atmosphere is thin. Gravity is there, but the enchantments that protect the moon have ...created a series of floating debris. Right. But, from what I understand, gravity is still normal, akin to this planet. Good to know.
0: Any other uh, surprises we might expect?
1: The wards on the tower itself are beyond my means to peer through on this dimension. So I don't know what you'll have to expect.
0: Right. And tell me, do you know who it is that's collecting these dragon children?
1: Well, for my friend, it was a cult. But that was decades ago. And they're like any other dragon cult out there. This one just happened to get lucky while she was away.
0: Hmm. We'll see how lucky they were. When they meet Atak.
1: Yes, her golem is impressive. Oh Jesus! though most don't usually dress them up in these kinds of affectations
0: he's acquired his own sentience he makes his own choices now
1: impressive bit of work he's a act. real boy you seek the egg of the dragon Malastrix. it should look like it's made of liquid gold do not think to sell it dwarf
0: I already said we take their job
1: good Arden did say you're a man of your word, but he's been a little bit foolish before.
0: I'd say more than a little.
1: Well, I guess that depends on if you can do the job or not. Do you know of a ley line nearby, a nexus point, or do I need to find one?
0: I know where one is.
1: Where is this located?
0: i give her the coordinates.
1: I'll meet you there at midnight in three days' time.
0: I... So you say you can bring something as large as the armor, but not, not any bigger, yeah?
1: Not much bigger, no.
0: Right. We'll make preparations, we'll meet you there.
1: I'll see you then. And she just stands up, grabs her staff, walks over the balcony, and then vanishes.
0: Ah, should I forgot to ask her if she wanted to buy that
1: demon, damn it. <laughs> She doesn't oh, have any credits, a... will she? I guess that would not the moot point. <laughs> She's got these right. paper dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dimension where ham is currency. All right, <clears throat> so what kind of preparations do you need to make before you go?
0: Well, I was going to buy a plane, but that won't do any good. Not to mention I couldn't afford it. Nah. Uh, Jetpacks. R- ropes still. and grappling
1: gear. Jetpacks could work. ATAC can fly. So. Yeah, ATAC can fly. He's strong enough to carry people individually. It's just a lot of leapfrogging kind of thing. Yeah. Uh... But it's up to you. You got three days' time. Anybody else need to pick up anything in the three days prior to leaving? Not unless you got some
2: rocket thrusters in your back pocket. No, but don't you have some?
1: Yeah. And remember, your Glitter Girl can jump pretty far,
2: too. Yes, but I'm thinking with the way that every combat has been going, that's going to be the first thing to go. (laughs) It's not for now. It's for when I get back with my wrecked suit of armor and I have to repair it again.
4: Gotcha. (laughs) um, For a robot, I'm preoccupied with, worried about rations and... What we're gonna eat <laughs> drink and smoke. Like, <laughs> I I'll, I'll carry every bit of it. Just give me a backpack.
1: I like to think you eat like fifteen times a day. <laughs> Cause it probably just goes down to like a little fusion burner and you would just is instantly turned to ash.
4: Yeah, he's he hasn't figured out like the whole like he's he's in that phase where he's like he just really enjoys the act of eating and drinking and tasting new things, experiencing them. And he has no sensation of being full or being hungry. It's just like, I want to learn. He's like starting to pick up on all the subtleties and like different types of cigars.
1: He's curious why everybody else is only eating like three to four times a day and... Yeah. Who's explained the bathroom to him yet? (laughs) What did he use this weird room for? Like, I imagine he had, he's had to have walked in on somebody, right?
4: Well, he's got every sensor known. I mean, he would just be looking through the walls.
1: I mean, like, I imagine he's, like, going in there because he sees people occasionally excuse themselves in this room for a few minutes at a time. Doesn't know what goes on in there. Just goes and hangs out. (laughs) Yeah, just opens the door and starts talking to him while they're taking a shit. Just... Like, there's no big deal there. Right. Any other last-minute purchases. Is the goal... To, are you bringing the minions? This is potentially a dangerous thing where you have a, a, unknown variables and you're going to another dimension.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I would want to bring them with this. Plus, I don't have a vehicle to carry them and they would slow us down and stuff. It's
1: up to you. Uh, they are your tools, yeah, essentially.
0: I'm thinking that they will be properly used watching the base and keeping an eye on Barati and his unauthorized modifications. He's been on his best behavior lately, but it might help if there was somebody there.
1: Not sure the second you leave. if Yeah. Alright. So I imagine late at night on that third day she have to be there by midnight on the Equinox for them to, for uh, Lorena to open the rift. To drive the familiar path I'll have Clark know, the, and
0: Ward uh, drive uh, with us so they can drive the vehicle back Gotcha you Or know, actually they can just stay there and like keep guard over her cause she's gotta stay there and keep the door open right? Yes So that's what I'll have them do
1: Okay So you remember a few months back when you made this trip the first time the the Cochran farmstead not too far away you approach this rift where that horrible blue pain in your ass emerged.
3: Huh.
1: And you see Lorena sitting cross-legged on the ground, eyes closed in meditation, her staff standing straight up next to her within arm's reach. As you pull up and, and exit the mountaineer, I almost thought you wouldn't come.
0: Well... Yeah. I already told you I'm a man of word.
1: We shall see, sir dwarf. We shall see. But I do so hope that you are right. <sighs> Have you ever any of you ever been off world?
0: No, it's the first for me.
1: Oh, I forgot to ask: Does any of you speak Elven or Dragonese? If that term offends your ears, sir dwarf.
0: I speak it where my my machine does. He taps his side of his head.
2: Good. <laughs> Masuki twitches inside of her armor.
0: <laughs> well shouldn't be long now. Oh wait, I, real quick, I need to roll a D6. We never rolled that.
1: Uh to see if you're Ah uh,
0: yes, I have a D4 and Demagogian now. <laughs>
1: You what just I learn mean. the swear words and where's the bathroom?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and how to order a beer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the first E4. So it's cold out dark, stars lit up the sky, the glow of the ley line filling your vision. And as the clock strikes midnight, you feel like just every hair on your body kind of stand on end, Flint. And for ATAC, your sensors kind of start going off crazy with different kinds of electrical currents, fluctuations, all sorts of readings. That's just... things start to happen. A pulse of light goes through the ley line, and a silent tear as reality is ripped asunder, and a rift to another world opens in front of your eyes. It looks like it's a barren kind of wasteland... In the distance, you see some sort of, like, tall, kind of organic-looking towers. And then you see a swarm of what looks to be... Like, eight-foot-tall, multi-armed bugmen flying towards the hole. And anybody who glances down Lorena, her eyes just kind of squint in frustration. She holds her arms out. A bead of sweat starts rolling down her forehead, even despite the cold. And then the rift starts to fluctuate and just rapidly you're, the, what you're seeing changes. goes from a barren wasteland to a lush forest to a plain of magma and fire to just the high peaks of mountains that would dwarf anything on this earth, and finally settles on this. The blasted remains of what was once a pristine moon hovering alone in space. Amidst the floating rubble, You do see in the distance uh, a large black spire lit by the light of the cosmos. (sighs) Lorena's just kind of sitting there just straining. Its wards are strong. I will hold this until you return but do not dally if you don't have to.
0: (sighs) He nods at her. All right. Let's make quick work of it. Get home and have a bottle of whiskey.
1: Into the shroud. So, you move to the rift, and it's... The first thing you notice is the, the temperature drops pretty drastically. It's not enough to, like, be freezing, Flint, but it definitely is much colder here in the void of space. Also, the air is a lot harder to breathe. Like, Tess... Your uh, system kicks in, starts speaking some Japanese. One of the words you learned in class, oxygen. You got that, and then you think there's some sort of numbers, it said, but you couldn't quite catch them. And then you realize that your um, your internal oxygen supply kicks on. ATAC, you detect that there's less oxygen here, but it doesn't affect you either way, so you're fine.
2: That can't be good.
1: Yeah. But, Flint, it's definitely harder to breathe. Like, you're not suffocating yet
0: and the Huntsman is not an ABA, so
1: yeah so prolonged exposure out here or a a lot of physical activity might end up fatiguing you but for the time being you're okay it's just it's difficult Alrighty. it looks like that tower that you can kind of see in the distance it's the only structure as far as the eye can see everything else is just blasted rubble And it's all just kind of hanging here in space. Like, you're still kind of drawn to it. And you're not quite sure how that's working. Like, there's whether there's, like, a gravitational field, if there is an exact, like, up or down. um, Without experimentation, you won't really know for sure. But the tower looks like it's a few miles in front of you. And the rock sizes differ. Like, there's some, are like, just a few feet wide... Some are, you know, the size of a football field. So, what we're going to do is a quick little skill challenge to get from point A to point B here. So, that, the way these work, it's a dramatic task. You need to accumulate, since there's three of you, we'll say ten successes in three rounds.
0: Ugh.
1: Yay? Uh... Yep, so we will also draw cards, so if anybody gets a club, remember that is a complication, which you'll have a minus two to your action that turn. You do not have to attempt a skill check. You could always try to assist somebody else, but bear in mind, you only have three rounds to accomplish the task. And in theory, all of you will have to succeed every round, and one of you will at least have to get one raise in order to win. Now, if somebody gets a lot of other raises, it'll be done a lot faster, lot less strenuously. Any skill you could justify to use, although... There is one caveat. Every round, one of you, it doesn't matter who... Has to make some kind of roll... Directly related to physically getting to another rock. Now... That being said, any skill you can justify to do that is fine. It doesn't have to be something as straightforward as athletics. If you can come up with something fun and creative about getting from one rock to another, fantastic. But one of you has to narratively make your skill check about actually traversing to closer to the temple. Uh, Already. At least one of you each round. Okay.
4: So help me, maybe I missed it. We're trying to hop rock to rock to a temple. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's yeah, the yeah.
1: overall goal. All right, let's uh, shuffle up and deal here. Shuffle up and deal. I'm just gonna throw him on the map. So Justin, four hearts. Tess, three of spades. Rock, you got the Joker, so you get a plus two to anything you do. And everybody, go ahead and give yourself another Benny. Sweet, thank Sweet. God.
4: Sweet, done my job.
1: Hey, yeah. Rock, you have the Joker, so you are theoretically first, but there is no necessarily turn order here we're mostly just drawing these cards to see if somebody gets a joker or if they get a complication which nobody got one this turn so you're fine on that front so whoever'd like to go may go all
4: right so we're we're on rocks
1: yes kind of like the picture there like it's it's a blasted up moon so there's not really vegetation of any kind it's just grayish blue chunks of rock the one you're on is fairly large We'll say it's about a hundred 150 feet wide, but it looks to be fairly thin, like maybe only 15 feet in depth if you get over and kind of look at the lip. okay it's and it's cold and there's limited air, like thin air. But yeah. that only affects some of you. All right here's what
4: I'm thinking as a as a first round action is to fly around the backside of the rock that we're standing on and to you know, push it while flying and get them closer to the next uh, the next rock. Nice.
1: Okay. I think it's good.
4: Alright, so we
1: will roll uh, athletics. Alright. So, you fly up and as soon as you get like maybe 20 feet away from the rock, you feel like your gravitic sensors go crazy, like there's no gravity anymore, which is weird. But and then you kind of zip around to the backside, and like once you kind of get past the uh, the lip of the rock to like where the little ten foot like height of it the side is, gravity starts kicking in again, and it's pulling you in that direction. So from what your sensors are telling you, it seems like gravity is just centered on each rock individually. So you could theoretically walk around it like a mini planet.
3: Well,
4: I
1: pass that over comms. Like the little prince. But you get in and you start shoving. It doesn't work too well. Like, for whatever reason, like, it's... Despite floating in the void of space, there is some kind of force keeping this rock relatively in place. You are able to spend some time doing it, uh, but it takes a good, like, 15 minutes to even move it as many feet. But you are able to get it close enough to the next decent-sized rock where it's just a relatively easy little hop to get to. Okay. I understand it's a success. Uh, yes. If
4: I were to spin the Benny, would I pick the best of each, or would I have to go with whatever I rolled after?
1: No, you, you take the best roll. Because I'm thinking,
4: like, I get back there and I'm like, man, this is really hard. Uh, and I'm
1: thinking about spinning that Benny to see if I can make it better. Oh, remember? Actually, remember, you get a plus two because you got the Joker. So you already have a nine. Okay. So you could. Then raise. Uh you could still spend a Benny to try to roll higher. because uh, every other raise gives a another success. Let's, do so.
4: Let's go for two raises. He should be able to do it. He's got such a high D D twelve plus
1: two. Yeah, plus four really right now, so.
3: There we go. Ooh, nice. So that's a
1: fourteen. That's legit. Yeah, so that's a success with two raises. he gets back there and he he
4: starts pushing on the rock he's like wow this thing just don't want to move so he centers himself and he like starts looking for like the like he 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 keeps pressing on the rock in different places and he's looking for the the center of gravity and he uh he centers himself to the rock perfectly and fires his thrusters is all he has
1: Like I said, it takes about 10 minutes, but you finally get it to kind of budge, and all your readings you're detecting, there's some kind of force at play that you're unable to actually detect, which is weird. Like, this is, you haven't really ever encountered anything you couldn't get some kind of info on before. But after 10 minutes of thrusting, you do manage to get the rock close enough to another decent-sized one along your path. All right, so we are three successes out of ten. Good for showing by our first roll. Rock yeah. did take care of the one physically moving roll required per round, so nobody else has to. But you, by all means, you can if you'd like. Who's next? Uh, I'm going to assist uh, Flint and whatever he's doing. In his That's I want to know what, what's he going to do. Cause yeah. that when you do have to use the same. Well, actually, you can use any skill. Forgot about that. What skill are you going to use to assist him?
2: Um, piloting. We're going to go with piloting.
0: Uh, perfect. Uh, you can assist me with your piloting role, because what I will do is basically I'm going to use, um, yeah. So what I want to do is once I see what the, uh, what ATAC is doing, that he's like pushing this rock, you know? Uh, it just occurs to Flint that, uh, he has now created, like, he is the, the the thrusters for this rock, which is now like a ship. And Mm -hmm. so I want to use uh, either electronics or repair to kind of like rig it up so that it can be controlled, steered, you know, since, uh, uh, ATAC can't see because he's on the backside of the rock. And, uh, that would allow Masuki to pilot the ship. the uh, rock.
1: I I like the idea, but I think it sounds more like a notice roll to me than it does. Yeah. I'm fine with that too.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, whatever role you want to do, but I want to kind of rig it up so that, uh, you know...
1: Because there's not really not much you can rig up here. It's a giant yeah. cluster of rock, but I You're like right, the idea right. of treating it like a ship.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And right. kind of you taking the place of the sensors. Sounds good. Yeah. And I'll be the rudder. All right. So first of all, let's have Masuki roll to assist with her piloting. Really? All right, guess I have to burn a Benny.
0: Well, I mean, you are just assisting, and it's not a crit fail, so you might want to, I mean, you might want to save your bennies because all it would do is just give me a plus one or two.
2: Oh, that's true. It's
0: up to you, though.
2: I'm going to burn it. All right. I got an extra one from Rock. I might as well burn it now.
1: Sure enough. Much better. That's success yeah. in a race, so, yeah. Raise. She's definitely got a plus two to your roll here there, Jess. Okay, plus two on the nudus roll. Uh, wow, which I ace like a mug twice,
0: ace twice. Uh, so fifteen plus her two is a seventeen, which would be a success in
1: three races, my friend. Yeah, it do, yeah, it do. Uh, so once again, we're flipping an adventure card here due to our wonderful little house rule. Blah blah blah. And Justin has a decision to make as he gets another adventure card.
0: Yeah, let's see what the new one is. The new one is Mechanical Malfunction. A device malfunctions in some way. Again, jams, a bowstring breaks, etc. Uh, the device can be fixed uh, by 10 minutes work following, followed by a repair roll at minus 2. If part of a large device, one system breaks down instead. That is a pretty good card in Rifts.
1: Yeah, yes. it is. <laughs>
0: let's see. I'm, I'm definitely going to have to get rid of something.
1: While you're making your decision, if you could also narrate what you're doing here, so you, you got rock or atax serving as the thrusters of your rock ship here. Yeah. You got Masuki calling out directions and trying to like relay information between the two of you so she can get this thing piloting in the right direction. But what are you actually doing? Like, are you just seeing rocks that are coming in the way? Are you trying to pick a rock and make sure we keep going to that one?
0: Yeah, since he's the engine in the back and she's kind of like the rudder and the go-between between uh, between the two of us using her piloting, uh, I will stand at the front and basically be calling out cardinal or, you know, not cardinal directions, but like degrees, you know, 17 degrees to the left. uh, Hard to starboard. Oh, I sound like a pirate now.
2: (laughs) This scene looks so epic in my mind. Yeah, this is pretty fucking cool. Standing tall. Shoulders back. At the helm of a planet rock?
0: Don't you dare <laughs> close your eyes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, first round, you guys are six of ten successes, so keep it up. Alright, dealing out womp. action cards for this one, just to see if we get any clubs or jokers. Once again, no complications. So yeah, you, you drive your little rock for at 15 minutes, and then with just eerie precision you get right up almost touching the lip of another rock and it's just an easy step across doesn't even require a jump and you've made it a few hundred yards let's say closer towards the tower nice Alright, right so you're off to a good start so far the air is not bothering you quite yet flint
0: are these cards in the same order
1: uh, it doesn't matter really the order. You can go in the card order, but we're all mostly just looking for a club or a uh, a joker. But whoever would like to go. Uh, like I said, the ATAC, you, you're not sure you can keep that up forever. Like, you could definitely try it again, but it took a lot of effort to get that thing going. No,
4: no, I didn't. And,
1: and God forbid you actually hit another rock.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He, he's like, wow. That was a lot harder than I thought it was, you know. And so he,
1: he, he gets it moving and
4: he, he finds that it's starting to The other thing harder. I should
1: point out by doing this, the rift that you came through isn't centered on this rock. It is now floating alone in space.
0: Huh. So we're going to have a lot more fun getting back because it no longer has a stable surface underneath it. Great.
1: Yeah. It'll be fine.
2: Clubs. It'll be fine. It was a good idea at the beginning.
0: Yeah. Did Atec share the part about there's no gravity uh, once you get far enough away from the rocks, though?
1: I think he's shared all yeah, okay. that. same reason that gravity is kind of yeah. centered in the exact center of each rock. All
3: right.
1: Or at least this rock, you don't know. It's magic, who the fuck knows? Right. Yeah, so I, I, I push it
4: along and I come back and I'm like... I'm looking back at the rift like, well, oh, shit.
1: Uh, you can see it there, it's still nighttime on that side. You still see... Um, Lorena, cross-legged, straining to maintain the the rift into this particular plane. It is a faintly glowing blue hole in in reality, though, so it's kind of easy to spot.
4: Well, Master Flint, I can can use all my sensors and I can map out all these rocks and calculate where I believe they will be as we progress. Or I can stand by for further
0: orders. No, go ahead and give us a map. It sounds like a good idea.
2: Okay. For the first time ever, I wish I had a smaller gun. So, out of game. You do have your shoulder matted laser.
4: Out of game, I won't, if I do this, I won't be doing the physical <laughs> piece, right? So. What was that? Because if, warning the party, out of game. If I do this, I won't be doing the physical check. And yeah. I'm the one with the so best. Someone, yeah. Somebody oh, else
1: fine. will have to?
2: Yeah, I was going to do the physical check. Okay. And I was actually going to like try and blast off of a rock. Through the zero g's, but in real life, I'm pretty sure I would just fuck some shit up. All
4: right, so I'm going to be using uh, notice. I can like literally. I've got every sensor known to riffs, yes. you know, between my synthetic aperture radar, my uh, you know thermal radiation. I've got 360 degrees of view. I, yeah, I, perfectly fine. I, I to start mapping everything out and start doing calculations on where rocks are going to be, if you were you know based on you. You know, to so, so that people could see where they need to aim their jump or or where the rock might. Gotcha.
3: All right, here we go. Yeah, Notice.
1: Notice works just fine. It's gonna take you a few, like a little while, to map it out. But tonight, that's a success with a raise. So we are now at eight of ten successes. So now that another fifteen minutes go by as you're just kind of walking the edge of this slightly larger rock. You're on getting a big old sensory bubble, mapping it out. In like in your program you're building in your head you rule out the rocks that are far too small to stand on rule out the ones that are not along your path and start really kind of picking out a good portion of the rocks you need to aim for in order to make the most efficient like jump to get to the top. yeah
4: I highlight them on my my little uh, map I construct the you know the
1: optimal path but yeah perfect you've got a clear goal. Get to it, guys. Alright, right
0: is gonna do the athletics yep. to jump us over there? Yep. Well, then I will support Masuki uh, with a science check. I'd like to, uh, with the sensor readings that from ATAC, which are pretty detailed, I'd like to uh, calculate the uh, gravitic change as we pass by these different rocks so that she can use that to adjust her trajectory.
1: Sounds great. And it is a big problem, so go ahead and hit it up. We all share. Nice. It's
2: total science. Six. It's it's
1: a lot of heavy physics to do in in a short amount of time, but you can at very least warn her about the difficulties if if she kind of picks you guys up before she does this little leap, because you're right. If she brushes too close to other rocks, multiple gravitational fields are going to pull.
3: Yeah.
2: Fair and factual, especially in this big-ass fucking Glitter Boy armor.
1: Yeah. Which, that's one more success. So we're at nine of ten. So if Tess manages to pull this check off you will have successfully found a method to traverse and get you there in a relatively short amount of time.
0: And she does Thank yep. you Wild die.
1: <laughs> For real. So you, I'm assuming you're grabbing both of them and just running yeah, just, and jumping.
2: Right, yeah, I'm going to run, make the leap, and kick my thrusters on after I'm already mid-leap.
1: Gotcha. So you're jumping, and as you do te- notice something major, when you even the smallest rock, like the size of a golf ball... And attack you can, like, pick this up as you're being carried. Every rock here seems to have an equal force of gravity to it. It's not size-dependent. So when you leap off and, like, are busting past these little bits, you're getting pulled in multiple directions by gravity, so you almost stall out at one point as you're, like, in a cloud of rock. But those thrusters kick in, push you past it, you land on your next, like, target stone. And I have now kind of pretty much know what to expect here, and... Over the next hour, leapfrogging as you go, double-checking your little map to make sure you're not going to basically jump into a gravity dead zone, you approach a rather large hunk of rock about the size of, like, three or four football fields. And on it is a tower. It looks like it's about 100 feet across. It's just a cylinder of, like, black rock that goes up about 500 feet in the air. Looking at it, like, all on the side, it looks like it's just... Thousands and thousands of different carvings of dragons in different styles. Some look like they're early, kind of primitive, kind of caveman style-like drawings. As the higher up the tower goes, the more elaborate it looks. So if you glance near the top, if they weren't... If you weren't 100% sure they weren't moving, you could swear there were real dragons at the top of it. And there's a rather large set of stairs, probably a good um, 10-15 feet wide... Maybe a few hundred steps up to a set of massive doors that look like they're made of just black iron. But you have overcome the skill challenge, everyone. Well done, well done.
0: Before we get too far away from the asteroid field there, I'm going to save that map and I'm going to mark on there uh, the the original rock that we uh, rode out of the rift.
1: Uh yep. gonna mark it so, as
0: asteroid B six twelve so we know which
2: uh one to go back to. Yeah, <laughs> have to push it back towards the rift.
1: In your journey through there, like I said, it took some time. But you notice unless you impart movement to the rocks, they weren't moving on their own. So they're all static, huh? Yeah, but anything that like caught like in jet wash, like thruster wash, anything you hit with enough force um could theoretically knock them loose. But even the smaller rocks require more force than you would imagine. Like something the size of like a baseball flint. You would have to put like your shoulder in to actually like get it moving.
0: So what about the inertia
1: though? it, It stops pretty soon.
0: Okay, so they lose force. They lose movement really fast and they take a lot of force to move. Interesting.
1: It's almost like some unseen force is trying to keep these pieces where they were. That's
0: how I have you saved in my phone. Some unseen force.
1: Thank you. (laughs) but you are at the this looks to be the tower and far off in the distance you think you see a pinprick of blue light the way you came so the rift seems like it might still be open all right thankfully you got here with minimum exertion so nobody ends up with fatigue
3: yay
0: we made it past the easy part hard part's next What's your pace, Masuki?
3: How um, fast are you?
0: If the... you go outright, you can go like sixty miles per hour, right?
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's sixty. It is, in fact,
1: sixty. At scale, it's fourteen.
0: Yeah. Uh, With a D8, I mean, run she's back. pretty fast when she when she wants to run.
1: For Just, a small she's
0: not stealthy. Of time. Yeah. Yeah. Not stealthy. She at is all. not stealthy. No. Is the question. So, if we want to do stealth, she would have to stay behind. I'm just curious, like, how far, how close she would have to be in order to engage relatively quickly is all.
2: I mean, that depends on what you mean by engage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true, too. You do have quite the the range with that gun.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't even have to shoot the boom gun. I also still have mini missiles.
0: Yeah. And And a laser. I like the idea of you shooting the missiles at somebody that we're engaged in combat with far less than you shooting the, them with the rail cut.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Because at least it doesn't drop a burst template.
2: That's fair. Yeah, I have a negative eight to stealth in this armor. If you want to be yeah. stealthy, I should stay here and you can just keep radio contact.
0: Yeah, uh, so it's only like a few hundred yards to the tower, right, Jason?
1: Yeah, like the from where the rock you're at, maybe the length of a football field to get to the tower itself, which is about right. 500 oh, yeah. feet high and about 100 feet across, and it does look like okay. it's a basically like a cylinder. All
0: right. Is it like our? Is this rock that we're at? Is it big enough to hide the glitter girl?
1: There are chunks she could probably hide behind. Okay. But
0: yeah. You know. And it's only a hundred yards away, so she could engage quickly if she needed to. So Oops,
2: so easily. All right. Yeah. Uh
0: all right, Masuki, you cover us from here. We'll try to sneak up closer to the tower and get a read of what's going on. She can't see through the woods, so maybe we can see through with our eyes. Atac. Hey, Did uh Barati program you with some uh stealth technology?
4: I'm afraid not.
0: All right, then. You stay here, too. With your jets, you can engage just as quickly. I'll sneak up, see if I can't get us some more information before we go in blind. Keep the radio channels open. Definitely. And I will
2: try to stealth to the tower. right. By myself. I'm so scared right now. All you hear over the comms is, don't die, mags.
1: Uh, Give me just a minus one, just due to the fact that there are large stretches of pretty much just open terrain where there's not much to hide behind. Yeah. So that's just not... representing you hauling it on your little dwarven legs as fast as you can to get the spots of cover.
0: With a minus one, that would be a failure, so I will spend one of my binnings here. ha 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 ha, fuck you.
2: <laughs> Holy smoke. That, that is, is a the 20... roll of all rolls. Holy right. sh- That is
0: four aces in a row for a total of 25 minus one, which is a 24.
1: So, yeah, um, you're pretty sure you're like a shadow. I, <laughs> for the second skill check in a row, let me toss you another card. All
0: right, well, let me see. I'm just discarding a lot of fucking cards yeah,
1: here. You start using them.
0: <laughs> I wonder if I can use this card on somebody else. Hold on, let me check that real quick. Uh, no, it's just me. Sorry. Okay. This one, new one is shaken in their boots, playing a combat session. Your character says, does or says something so shocking that it brings the area to a standstill. All other characters, friend or foe are shaken. I'm going to, I'm going to let that one go. I don't want to.
2: Really? Cause that says mags all over the place.
0: It, the other cards I have
2: are really good. And that
0: one affects my friends as well. Like it, it literally would make you guys shaken. So oh, it's, true. it's a double-edged sword.
1: Yeah, it's useful but not as useful as probably what he's holding. Right, yeah, right.
0: I'm I have I have the ability to give myself a D six for the whole game session in any skill.
3: Sweet.
0: Uh, uh actually yeah, I'm about to use that. I'm finally gonna play a card so that I don't have to discard the next card that I get. <laughs> uh so yeah, shadow like. Like I go out there, I'm looking at the whatever little light sources there are, reading all these little rock depressions. I may actually cover myself in, like, some of the dirt so that I blend into the terrain when I have to pass through those little, those open stretches. Mag is just, like, one with the earth. He is pulling out all the fucking dwarven stereotypes right here as he becomes rock-like and approaches this tower. And I am going to use Epiphany. All uh, A card for the first time. I'll just keep collecting them and not using them. And I always get pissed off because I'm like, fuck, I should have used a card. Uh, So Epiphany, uh, something you never understood before, suddenly clicks. You gain a d6 in any skill you choose for the remainder of this game session. And I'm going to choose a cult. Nice. I feel like it will be useful in this situation.
1: Yeah, so you clearly, like... There's no way to beat that roll. Like, statistically, we, I would be better off buying a lottery ticket than I would try to roll against that. So Hell yeah. You also aced on the wild die, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, also
1: aced on the wild die, but... Like, the 9 wasn't good enough. The 25 is what you said. <laughs> Which goes to show you, you could see it kill somebody with a D6 handgun or punch. There you go.
2: Touche. Where do that you
1: want to go, Ninja Dwarf? You are... <laughs>
0: All right, so uh, I'm looking for like any sort of windows or openings into this
1: tower. Uh... See, you clearly can have the run of it. As you get closer, like I said, it's carved in just hundreds upon hundreds of draconic imagery. It doesn't look like there's any windows that you can see. There's definitely no like no glass or anything like that that has a slight reflection. It's all just kind of like dark gray, like basalt kind of stonework, and it looks sturdy. Like, it looks like it could take a hit.
0: All right. So, uh, after taking this job and finding out that, uh, we were going to be going to someplace with magical wards and stuff like that, Mag did some research into all this magic stuff because it gets on his nerves, uh, and he doesn't like to get caught unprepared. So he's been doing a lot of looking at different books and stuff like that with these runes and all of this shit in it and tapping into some of his older dwarven heritage uh, to like access some of that stuff there too, uh, and so I want to analyze these runes on here and see if any of them give me a sense of how I could get into here or any. Just see what I can learn from the the runes and stuff that are tied on this tower.
1: Okay, give me a cult rule.
0: All right, here we go. Brand new skill and a success. Yeah. yeah.
1: So looking at it, like to your eyes, it looks like gibberish, but then your your cybernetic translator starts kicking in. It is all written in Dragonese. There's not a lot of, like, words. What there is seems to be tied up mostly into, like, poetic kind of epic phrases and things like that. Bits and pieces about, like, different dragons' lives and things like that. Sometimes it borders on, like, the sycophantic, like, dragon worship about, like, coming winged destroyers, that kind of thing. But mostly it seems like it's just a a living, or not a living, but like a, a, a giant... History of dragons.
0: Oh, strange. And there's no openings, no doors, Although well, no, There's like
1: a, the giant set of black okay. iron doors at the front.
0: Alright, and uh... Do they have a handle? Like, they're really big, right?
1: No handle. But it's like, it looks like two double doors that come together. Huh. They're about, uh... 20 feet high.
0: Alright, well I'll get up to them and kind of like just give him a light tap with my finger. See what happens.
1: You feel like a vague just it's not quite like static electricity but definitely like similar kind of thing like you know like if you build up static electricity you can almost like feel that field a little bit as you touch it. Yeah. But like no no damage, no very little sound. I mean you're still ninja like. Yeah.
0: Okay, and uh, so I don't see anything like a control panel or anything like that around here?
1: Nope. It doesn't look like there's right. anything even remotely resembling high tech.
0: I'm going to... guess I guess I'm going to try to give the door a little bit of a push with some strength behind it, see if it moves. Maybe it's, like, machined and counterbalanced or something like that. Give I mean, me the a... doors look like they're obviously way too heavy for me to move, unless they are, have done something to make it possible.
1: Give me a, your choice of strength or athletics. Just roll the old, uh, same die either way, so I'll go strength.
0: And that's an ace for a seven.
1: So yeah, you push, it's not hard, but it's not something like a, a casual let's like shut up like you have to you know put some weight into it but the door just starts to smoothly open
0: all right uh do i see anything inside
1: yes um it goes inward about maybe 20 feet in like a very large hallway and there are little like just orbs of flickering light lighting it up there's a kind of red and gold threaded carpet that looks like it's seen a few centuries of wear and tear. And you do notice immediately upon, like, kind of getting close to that threshold where the door is, that as you take a breath of air in, it's a full breath of air. Ah, sweet oxygen. If you do decide to, like, cross the threshold, you will find that it is warmer in there, too.
0: Yeah, I will take a step across the threshold... Just, like, I don't see any, what appears to be any living
1: beings, right? Uh, give me a notes check. All right, let's start with that. At a minus one, just do the lighting in there. Unless you have something there. Ah, in.
0: fuck you. Bro, I'm going to buy a lottery ticket right now.
1: Jesus Christ, a 26... Bruh, don't do Did you hack no, don't the do whole it. 20 when I wasn't looking? <laughs> All right, so for the third consecutive time in 20 minutes, Justin quadruple raised
0: jesus christ The 27 before the minus one so that'd be a 26 i'm pretty sure i see it if it's there
1: yeah uh, Hot iron yeah. And
0: whiskey i like that
1: you do see something uh, it's not moving very fast with your 27 i'll say like just the perfect combination of its movement and lighting you see uh what looks to be a humanoid figure thin in robes using a stick to walk shuffling from like the far end of that hallway towards you and let me share out you should all now have a handout for the egg warden i see the egg warden yep yep so justin that gentleman is moving towards you
0: all right so is he like running or moving no, he's, he's, or is he's, he's moving very he's, he's
1: moving like an old person
0: Alright, the first thing I'm gonna do is test the, uh, radio connection. Masuke, uh, Atac, do you read me?
4: Read you five by five, boss.
0: Excellent. Okay. I'm inside the tower. There appears to be a humanoid moving toward me. Does it look like he's seen me, Jason?
1: Not yet. But he's clearly looking at the door, and the door is open. So he knows something yeah, across the door is open. Yeah, that's pretty hard. Pretty hard to hide. But since you didn't say you're going in, I imagine you're just kind of peering around the lip of the other door. Yeah.
0: Um, There are no openings on the tower. You can approach without uh, being seen, but give me a moment. For, uh, make sure this guy doesn't notice me first. And I'm going to kind of move away from the door and see what this guy does, see if he just comes and closes the door, like sticks his head out, like, Oh, huh, the breeze must have blew it open.
1: Okay. So you're kind of going back out, hiding behind the other door, waiting to see. Yeah. So a couple minutes go by as he slowly ambles his way down that like 30, 40 feet. And then you hear like the click of his wooden staff on stone as he gets to the threshold. (sighs) You might as well come out. I know we have a visitor. Uh,
0: well, you don't sound that mean to me. Uh, I'm right here.
1: Please, step a, a out. little closer. Let old eyes have a better look at you.
0: Well. And do I, now that he's closer, do I see any weapons?
1: Just a walking stick.
0: Yeah. I mean, he could be a fucking mage or some shit like and that.
1: But... His robes aren't nearly as elaborate as this guy's. No, like, extra baggage and things like that. No jewelry. Just. Gotcha. He's
0: not wearing his adventurous kit right now. No. He's just got the robes on.
1: He is barefoot. He has got, like, the close-cropped graying hair, the beard. What brings you to this forlorn and far away place? Come to pay your respects to the dragons.
0: Uh, ah, uh, yes, one dragon in particular. Well. Per- perhaps you could help me find him
3: it is my
1: sacred duty to take care of all the charges within as long as you mean them no harm you may enter and come out from the cold
0: I have no intention of harming any creatures here as long as they don't harm me <laughs> and I don't see that as being a problem eh
1: <laughs> oh maybe a few decades ago
0: <laughs> <laughs> um I have uh some friends here. So if you aren't, uh, if it won't, uh, make you feel uncomfortable, I'll have them come.
1: Oh, I long for the company.
0: Excellent. You guys can't see me. I just realized because we don't use cameras. Uh, <laughs> he's motioning behind himself, waving toward the other guys. <laughs> That's but,
3: hilarious.
2: Uh,
0: and then I will, uh, also just say with the radio, Masuki, Atak, uh, there's not seem to be any hostiles here, so... Are you doing sub-vocal
1: with your internal communicator, or are you actually saying that it out I, loud?
0: I'm saying it out loud, because I told them I was going to bring my people up. Oh, I what? want them to know that I've, you know, assessed it. We were
1: just... I didn't want uh, Sorcerer! trying to be open. <laughs> I haven't seen a dwarf and mage in uh, half a lifetime.
2: God, wait till the other two of us walk
1: up. Well,
0: uh... Perhaps things times have changed quite a bit since the last time uh, you have walked outside these halls, but uh, there are ways of doing things that don't involve sorcery anymore. Don't be too surprised. Uh, you're about to see something you probably uh, never imagined.
1: As you can probably surmise, I don't go for very long walks outside. And <laughs> he kind of just glances out at the, you know, space.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is he barefoot? Yes.
1: So I'm assuming you two shiny metal ones come ambling up? Yep, yep. Ah, I see you have knights to defend you. I'm assuming you are all men of honor.
3: (laughs) <laughs> I, mean, I don't know
1: how to respond
3: to that. That sounds like you're laughing like you're at him.
2: Personally, <laughs> I don't think you should respond. <laughs> he t- takes his hat <laughs> off
4: and scratches his head, puts it back on.
2: <laughs> yeah. Masuki looks down.
1: My honor is my life. Please, please come in. The hospitality of Dragon's Rest is yours to have.
0: Excellent. We're looking for a specific dragon here. Perhaps you could uh, direct us.
3: I
1: I could certainly check to see if we have such an egg. (laughs) Masuki
2: shivers in her armor.
0: It should look like liquid gold.
1: Probably a flame wind. But if you have a name, anything of its lineage...
0: I don't recall her saying any names. She
1: said, uh,
0: That's right. Uh, it would be the child of (sighs) Malastrax.
1: The name is familiar, but it's been a while since I consulted the tomes. Please come in. Like I said, I so rarely get visitors.
3: And,
0: uh, Flint will go in. Now this part is subvocal, uh, being old, peaceful, like and all that. But uh, I in no way fully trust this man. So stay on your guard.
2: Understood.
1: All right. Now I I do have to simple. ask, what claim do you have on the egg, Malatrex? Uh
0: wishes for her egg back, and charged a friend with completing that task.
3: Yes, yes, well,
1: that might all be well and good, but we have had thieves before. How do I know that is your true purpose?
0: Hmm. That's a good question. What do you suggest?
1: Usually, the parent will gift their surrogate with a scale, something that the a mystical resonance to the young. But first, let's even see if your young egg is here in the first place.
0: Okay. And uh, we did not receive any such token, right? Nope.
2: Okay. I don't know what I was about to say.
0: Of course, I forgot that she told us the name, so just making sure I didn't just forget.
1: Fair. You have to forgive me. It's a long walk to the record room, and unfortunately, I am the last caretaker. And getting on in years.
0: I understand.
1: I mean, how
2: big are these hallways? Dragon size, I assume? Um, yes. <laughs> I go kneel down beside him. If you require, I can give you assistance.
1: No, no, no. I leave an old man with a little shred of dignity. As you wish. As I I said, I long for the company. What what news of whatever world you come from, please. I've been so alone for so long. How long? Perhaps uh, my manners are the first thing to go. I am Thran, last of the wardens here. Might I have your names, please?
0: Magnesium French. Masuki. Golem.
3: Not Golem?
0: (laughs) You changed your name. (laughs) Right? No. That's just
4: what she called me, so.
0: This is her. You'll have to forgive Golem. He's a little young. He's trying to figure out what his name is. (laughs) This is
4: her domain. I don't know what these people's customs are.
2: Maybe it's your
1: surname. It sounds like a much weightier conversation than I'm used to, but who is this she you speak of that tells you how to name yourself? Mm
0: Mm-mm. She is the one that sent us here in search of uh, Malatrax's egg. She claims that Malatrax is her friend. But she's uh, an uneducated sorceress who's never seen a machine such as my friend here. And so she does. She mistook him
1: for an old golem. Uh, and, such, I see. and as such called him. He looks like he doesn't really note the difference. <laughs> He's like, ah, it's a golem. It's definitely a golem. <laughs>
0: What about this 12-foot-tall paladin behind
3: me?
1: A giantess. So, after like a good 15-minute walk to cover essentially 100 feet, (laughs) uh, he gets to like a rather large open area. Looks like there's set up kind of like a church. Like there's pews. There's like an altar. On the altar is a massive, this like iron-bound tome. Probably a good like five or six inches thick. And he... Clumsily makes his way up the stairs and starts fanning through the paper. Egg of Malistrix, struggling with the book. Not Cossacks, the Destroyer, and Kaloga, the Unthinkable. David. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Malastrix The egg was acquired when it was liberated from cultists three decades prior. Given unto my care then, another unusual circumstance. At that point, the monastery was mostly empty. Most of my brethren have long since left once our situation became, well, more crumbly.
0: I noticed. Oh, yes. How much longer do you think you have before this, uh, rock you're on becomes just another lot of space dust?
1: I don't like to think about it, but maybe another decade or two?
0: But I Have will... you considered relocating?
1: This is a holy sight, young dwarf. I will continue to discharge my duty until there's life no longer left in these bones.
0: Flint's just trying to think about how he can monetize the relocation of these dragon eggs for this guy.
1: So... Don't it, mind him. <laughs> it looks like Malastrax's egg is housed on the 38th floor.
0: All right. Now that we're inside, is the tower as big on the inside as it is on the outside?
1: Yes. It's not one of those. Thirty-eight
0: floors sounds like it's a too many for a hundred foot tall.
1: It's five hundred feet tall. Remember, it's a hundred oh, foot wide. Five <laughs> yeah. hundred, right? right. Five
0: hundred. My bad. But it's a yeah, hundred feet
1: that. wide.
2: <laughs> it's way worse than that. If he's leading the way, this is about six weeks worth of our life we're about to burn. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm sure. You got that uh, floor number wrong. <laughs> is there an elevator? <laughs>
1: a, a what now?
0: Do you have a conveyance that will allow us to move to the 30th floor with relative rapidity?
1: Of course I do. The two the creator gifted me with, and he taps his stick against his bare feet.
0: Hey, that. Uh...
1: But I'm sorry, you must be tired from your long journey. Perhaps you wish to rest first. Enjoy some food, perhaps. Uh,
0: no, we're, we're, we're quite rested. It only took us about a couple hours to get here.
3: All right, well, I'll, you'll
1: need me to clear the wards, so follow me this way. And he starts walking off to the stairwell. Oh, Jesus, Jesus God.
0: Jesus. <laughs> yeah shoot me now.
1: So as you go up to the first floor, there is like a... There's sigils kind of carved near the base stone of every new floor, and he does like Mutter or chant and tap it. Anybody who actually has ranks in a cult may roll it. I actually have ranks in a cult for this session. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else can do an untrained, but you're in an additional minus four, so it's going to be minus six altogether.
2: Right. So you can try sense. it
1: just to see if you get it. But boom!
0: I got. Uh-huh. Oh, I got success. At least it wasn't a crit fail. Shut your mouth. And, well, it wasn't. It was good.
2: I thought right. you were making Mad- fun of me.
1: While your depth of arcane knowledge is kiddie pool shallowness at best, yep, you're fairly certain the spell he's using to deactivate these wards is complete nonsense. What? But, you know, so he's just making it up? It sounds like it. Like it does. Whether he's just trying to trick you into thinking there's wards there, whether it's something. No, you're, you're convinced. Like, that's not magic he's casting. Maybe he thinks it is, but he's definitely not doing actual magic.
0: So he's either just putting on a show, Yep. or he's delusional.
2: Or he's lulling us into a false insecurity. I'm sorry,
1: what did you say his name was again? Because I forgot to write it down. Thran. T-H-R-A-N. Thank you. But as you move into the first floor here, and basically you have to go up the stairs, and then you have to cross the room to the other stairs to go up further and kind of back and forth, back and forth each floor. It is a lot of walking. (laughs) The floors are all laid out roughly similar to this. Uh, The first, like, two floors, there was no wards. It was just, like, living quarters for monks. Small kind of, like, meditation cells, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But once, like, the, the fourth floor higher is actual dragons. Each one is very similar. There's a pedestal in the center. ...that houses, like, either a place for an egg, because so far you haven't seen any. There's, like, ritual circles on the floor. Some of them have, like, more environments other than bare stone. Like, some are full of, like, just hills of gentle sand. Others have well-maintained gardens. Like, the third one you pass, before we kind of give you a chance to intervene on anything... ...is piled high with golden coins. Yeah. Please, uh, please, have uh, I know the treasure is tempting, but you risk the wrath of the dragon gods by taking, that is, their birthright. And he says that, but there's no egg on the pedestal in this room. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We've come not for your treasure, Father Thrawn.
0: Oh. Is that, is that so? <clears throat> uh, yes, that is, that is true.
1: So after like about thirty minutes, you're like four floors up, and Justin the same thing every time. Be like, careful! I must deactivate the wards. It's you're swear this like the third time. It's different than the other two times. Like he doesn't even can remember. Can I?
0: Can is, is there like a loose rock or something like that that I can like pick up as we're traveling?
1: Not a loose rock, but like um, we'll say in the room now it does have like a a lot of um like, man-made, like, waterworks. So there are, also there, mm-hmm. are, there are some loose stones. Do you want to try and pick it up stealthily, or are you just doing it blatantly? Yeah, I
0: just want something little, like, pebble-type, pebble-sized thing. I want, I want to try to throw something through one of these wards before he de- deactivates it. Something small and stealthy.
1: Yeah, give me a stealth check.
0: All right. Come on... Well, just a regular success. I thought stealth was going to super ace again. Now,
1: now this is going to be a pose, so are you going to stick with that? Oh, yeah, it is a pose.
0: So, yeah, no, let me not do that. Let me go ahead and spin a Benny, see if I can't get one ace. Uh, no, I still got a five. is my best. And All right, I'm let's to see. Let's Benny see if
1: old it. man Thran here. Oh, God. He doesn't appear to see you pick up your rock.
0: So the rock, the, uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm just trying to stealthily like, flick it through the opening oh, that is supposedly warded.
1: Nothing happens at all.
0: Nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Guys, uh, there's no wards. Uh, I'm assuming I what this man is doing. Yeah, so, sorry, subvocally. Uh, I don't know what this guy's doing, but the, the books I read about sealing wards in these sigils, it just happens to be some of the ones that we're seeing, and he's not even doing the same fucking shit every time. It's, it's a show. He's, I don't know if he's crazy or if he's lying to us. But keep on your guard. And just know that should uh, the need arise, there's nothing stopping you from passing through here.
1: So what world did you say you're from?
0: There's a world called Earth.
1: Earth. Interesting. Are there a lot of people there like yourselves? Brave knights? Willing to risk this broken moon to rescue your friendly egg there are not ah yes men and women of virtue are a rarity in the multiverse although there are a lot of people like me you seem to imply you're not a man of virtue mr flint magnesium i am a dwarf my apologies you seem to imply you're not a dwarf of virtue (laughs) i am
0: not I try to do right by mine and by me and mine, but I don't, uh. I've never ascribed to pretending that I have some sort of nobility that I don't have.
1: Well, at least you recognize your failings. Maybe one day you'll reach higher, though. Uh, Flint, go and give me an athletics role, because you're the only one not a robot or in power armor. You're the only one likely to become yeah. tired coming up these steps. Hey, you're fine. Uh, in the wild. Oh, yeah. your, your calves are starting to hurt, but. Alright, is anybody going to do anything prior to getting to the 38th floor? I'm going to continue to offer
2: Father Thrawn here a ride. He continues to not accept it. I assumed as much.
0: I like to think that since my athletics roll was like I rolled a 1 on my d6 and then a, I aced on the wild die, that's like my fleshy bits are giving out, but the cybernetics are just.
1: Keep it, you Keep going. And go. Keep it going. Keep it strong. Yeah. you're tired, but you set an autopilot, so it's just like, oh yeah. god. Okay.
0: <laughs> the leg upgrades are just moving on their own at this
1: point. On the twenty-eighth floor, you do see an egg, and on the thirty-first floor, you see an egg as well.
0: And each one of those floors only had one egg.
1: Yes. And all the other floors, the other thirty-some odd you went through, had no egg.
0: Yeah. But they appeared like some of them had pedestals, like there was they, supposed they, they to be They all have
1: pedestals, head. as if each floor okay. was designed to house an egg.
0: A singular egg.
1: Does anybody That's have it. any questions or anything they want to specifically bring up before we fast forward to the 38th floor?
2: mm well, Two
0: years later, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> well over an hour, like, we'll say that. Once again, more mystical mumbo-jumbo that. Is literally just Mumbo Jumbo. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. Floor 38, (sighs) housing the Flame Wind Dragon spawn of Malastrax. And there is a golden egg on the pedestal in this room. Rather large, like, you know, these are dragon eggs. They hatch size 6, so it's an egg the size of a human being. Right. Gotcha. No treasure. Um, there are four dragon statues around it.
0: The hmm. statues appear to be made of anything specific?
1: These look like, from this distance, they look like smooth stone, but. Gotcha. Now, as I see, we have the egg you seek, but I need to be sure of you before I let this young one out of my charge.
0: Aye. You mentioned that before. Uh,
1: do you have proof? that you are here to claim Malastrix's child.
0: I have no physical objects of proof other than Masuki's word.
1: If only that was valid currency indeed. The only other thing I can do is a ritual to commune with the egg. To see if the dragon gods themselves will bless your taking of its charge. But be warned All right. if you are not virtuous. You seek to harm that egg. Their wrath will strike upon you, and you will shatter as easily as this moon did.
0: Okay. Well, we we mean no harm to the egg, so there should be no problem. Right? Looks around at Masuki and Atac see if they have anything.
1: No problems, Max. So right. takes a seat, takes him a minute to lower his creaky body down. And he oh, starts. I just
0: remembered, ATAC only thinks about killing things.
1: Fuck. Yeah, but he didn't answer, so it's cool. <laughs> we're good. And he is chanting here. Give me just a moment.
2: <laughs> there you go, Justin. You're good. at this chanting means as much as the rest of the chanting, we're definitely in the game. Yeah, go
1: ahead. You can make me a cult roll if you'd like, Justin.
0: All right. Let's see if he's just making shit up again. Nice. Uh, another ace, so. Ten. Success a raise.
1: Yeah, it's bullshit.
0: <laughs> I really picked up the right books for this tower.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. like but I'm gonna we'll go back you and talk. We'll went all like like warding this. You realize this is bullshit because he's using variations of the same shit he said 38 different times.
0: It's like pig Latin. Like,
1: but there's no way that this ritual that could be with the dragon god would be the same as opening a ward. It's like it's just it's not how that works.
0: Yeah he's just been saying abracadabra every time but sometimes he'll switch it up and be like cadabra Abra.
4: abracadabra man
1: all the kids are saying it <laughs> all the
0: kids all the kids,
1: all the kids. All right, let me go ahead and do something real fast here I don't like it when he says that
0: yeah I know and there's there's four dragon statues and there weren't any dragon right? statues he <laughs> looks around in the rest of them um, And the guy's been making it up the entire time.
1: So, Mm (laughs) Tess, something's happening. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Uh, Give me just a second. I'm going to make sure I got the power correct. That's a success in a race. Oh, I can see it. it.
2: I can absolutely
1: see it. Oh, it's a
0: a pose, though.
1: Maybe. that's what I think it is. Yeah, he's looking it up. I have a guess. I have a guess. Yes, if you would go ahead and roll your spirit, please. I'm gonna stick with my ten, because I like that. I'm sure. You can spend a penny to re-roll, you need to get at least a ten. Yeah, I'm aware.
2: Um oh you know what? Fuck that. I'm gonna blow this card.
0: Do you have an auto success raise race I do. Trait roll thing? I absolutely Don't do. You?
2: Yeah. Ah, go on to the table, ace. That's for you. There's my success in my race.
3: Play instead of rolling to automatically, so that would
2: be a twelve.
1: Perfect. Good timing. So as he's chanting, you start to hear just this whisper in the back of your mind. Break your friends. Break them. And maybe it's just your prolonged contact with the psychic that is adorable. That you've seen him pull this trick before. But there's some influence in your mind trying to get you to kill your friends. But you are able to shrug it off.
2: Mags. Good work. We have a problem.
4: Pretty sure none of us are his friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was that?
2: We have a problem.
0: What's what's wrong with Suki? Is this a subvocal?
2: Yeah, most assuredly. Okay. Something's trying to enter my mind. The dragon gods aren't sure of you.
0: Uh, is that so?
2: And the only yes, thing there's... here is an egg.
0: ATAC. Have your senses picked up any other life forms in the tower? Thrawn. And drawn. I do a
4: scan.
1: Uh, there are no life forms in the tower other than Flint and Masuki. <laughs> no other life. <laughs>
4: Master Flint, other than you and Masuki.
1: Amongst the chanting, you hear the faintest cracking sound.
0: A little bit of crick, a
1: little bit of crack. Yep.
0: Old man, I think it's time for you to come clean.
1: What's that now?
0: You've been bullshitting us the entire time we've been here. I'm sorry, what? I may not be very magically inclined, but I can tell that all the shit you've been doing this entire time is bullshit, including this current chanting. Not to mention, it seems that someone here intends us harm. And it doesn't seem to be anyone else but you.
1: Huh. Saw through the chanting, you say? Hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was making it up in my defense. There it is.
3: There were casters here
1: once, but what they were saying was mostly, God no spare my life! Not so much, you know, deactivating wards. And he doesn't seem to notice the small crack that you can see forming on the side of this egg. (sighs) It's been so long. To be quite honest. And he's standing up now, and gone is the rickety slowness. Like, he's almost, like, liquid smooth in his movements now, as he stands. And he doesn't bother even picking up the stick.
0: (sighs) That's the worst part of this whole thing. Yeah. Fuck the deception. Right? Fuck the fact that he's about to try to kill us. I'm gonna be forever pissed off that he made us take, like, two hours to walk up these fucking (laughs)
2: stairs. Same! Go accomplished! Dick!
1: Your blood would be disgusting compared to what I usually dine on, but... In a pinch.
0: Oh, shit. It just occurred to me that maybe he's been drinking dragon blood for centuries. Yeah,
1: well, you know... Sometimes you get a tough I one. I will say, your mind is sterner than I thought it would be. And you are strangely attired. Doesn't have to be a quick death. I am... Wasn't lying about being lonely. I don't usually allow the young dragons much conversation before I snap their necks and drain them of their blood.
3: Form, glitter boys. But I'm willing sword. to
1: make an exception for you. It's not like you can go anywhere. At least, nowhere that can get you away from me.
0: Whatever attempts at peace are now moot after making us uh, endure that tortuously slow pace for so long.
1: Oh, how do you think I felt? I'm faster than all of you combined. But it was fun messing with you
0: as I said. Well, that doesn't make any sense. If we were all combined, we'd be much heavier. We'd get in each other's way. We'd be much slower. That's it. It would make more sense to say you're faster than one of us individually. You that
1: hear another crick just... sound as a piece of eggshell hits the ground and the vampire whips his neck to the left. No, it's not time yet for this one.
0: Well, as soon as he looks away, Mag draws Exactly.
1: A all right, so it sounds like we're going to be <laughs> in some initiative then.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm going to capitalize on that moment and try to try to snap a weapon and I mean I'm not a gunslinger so I can't quick draw but
1: all right, let me uh pop open It a...
0: feels narratively appropriate. Also we might have to fight the dragon. I hope not.
1: That's up to Cleat now, isn't it? It is. But in real life Yeah I
0: don't know.
2: I need grandpa to turn around. I can't stab him in his back.
0: I'm pretty sure when I shoot him with this laser pistol he'll turn
1: back That's around. That's all I'm asking. Alright, let's deal some initiative cards uh, Test, you got higher than a six. Yep, yep. Our old man, he gets a second card for the NHDP Jesus has. Christ. And it's also what's the
0: radius on the boom gun? Large, large blast template. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out how far away I need to get away from Masuki to give her full of, full ability.
1: And Cleet, you are here, yes, sir. Yes, I'm here. Excellent. Whoa, well, who is that? a special guest appearance a very patient special guest who I appreciate them working with us here for this appropriate moment to show up so initiative wise looks like we've got our glitter girl masuki our murder bot attack our slow paced vampire our dwarf and our dragon hatchling will claw his or her or they's way out of the egg
3: in the last slot.
1: So yes, Mizuki, he whips his head to the side as Shell starts falling off at a much more prodigious pace and the first gleam of scales can be seen from your guys' point of view.
3: Um,
2: I can't stab him in the back. He's not.
0: He can always move around to his front.
2: His torso is facing (laughs) you. He just whipped his head to the the back a little bit. He's like looking over his left shoulder. Okay, cool. I uh, form Blazing Sword and I'm going to stab him. Because my friends right. are
1: right here. So you cross the... You know, yep. Eight yards to him. How many actions are you going to be taking? I'm going to be taking one action. And I'm assuming that's going to be a fighting attack? It is. All
3: right, go it ahead and roll. I
2: try and thrust through him.
1: Take all the actions. Mm-mm. All right, so you're looking at a five... I'm not going to tell you if that hits his parry or not. Do you want to settle on that? Or do you want to re-roll? No, I'm going to re-roll. This motherfucker trying to make
2: me kill everybody.
1: <sighs> Sad face. Sticking with the five? Sad. Yep. So without even looking at you, like his eyes are still on the egg, his right hand rips up and between two fingers he catches your vibro blade, and you feel your servos lock as he just stops it an inch from his face.
0: Sick anime vampire.
1: What kind of blade is this? The distracting kind. And he just kind of flicks it off to the side and it's like somebody just threw your arm off to the left. Like there is a lot more force than those thin little bones should be able to to wield. All right. Suki is done. Yep. Attack. You just saw what I described.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I see Flint draw his weapon. My uh my claws immediately come out as his weapon almost reactionary as his weapon comes out i'm going to uh move to his backside and strike twice
1: Uh right, so there's no flanking know, but what I there know. is there is a gang up bonus yeah. so you will get a plus one since tess is Sweet. next to him in theory
0: assuming he doesn't have some sort of edge
1: uh for real and you have enough to denies yeah which he does. He has the black edge, so he's son of a bitch. His he doesn't twist his head, he, but his eyes kind of like slant to the right and watch you go around, and he does not seem concerned.
2: All
4: right.
1: Uh, so how many how many actions are you going uh, I'm to take? taking? Two
4: actions. So these are at minus two.
1: Yes, because it's the multi-action penalty. Okay. And I'm assuming you're fighting for both actions. I'm fighting. So action one, because your frenzy edge has two fighting dice, I believe. So go ahead and roll them. Okay. One. Nice. Uh, that's a hit. So let's roll damage first. Yeah, nothing happens. Oh my god. Oh shit. a yeah, bad day, guys. He doesn't block you. Right. you. Your claws, Your claws hit it. You feel it push the flesh a little bit. And it feels like it's cutting. But it looks like it's healing immediately upon cutting through. And it doesn't even move his body. What a time to take a vacation, Charlie. You can roll your second attack, but I'll let you know. You cannot harm him with your weapons. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I take that. I take that back. You, ca- I forgot. You actually. Let me double check it. You might be able to shake him. I have to. Yes, you can actually shake him. So you do hit him, and you you definitely cut into him enough, and you kind of make him stumble forward a step. So he is shaken, but you cannot actually do other than that with your weapons.
4: Yeah, I see my 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 claws just kind of push him instead of cutting through him. You see an inquisical look if a robot could have an inquisical look, uh, huh? you know, up and shoots a glance over at Flint like, what is going on?
0: That should Flint's got to does not get an eyebrow raised. I <sighs> should have totally
1: ripped this guy in half. That was a solid hit. And you follow it up with I'm assuming three more. Yeah, so let's do that you don't, you don't have to roll twenty them all, because you can't. Yeah, I mean, you—you, you, a normal person would be a thirty-three damage. Yeah, you, you all you can do is shake him, and he doesn't get a wound for being shaken again.
4: I'm rolling this out. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. okay.
1: I do respectable damage. Jesus Christ, you do a shit ton of damage to anything that's not an undead creature of the night, right? So you, yeah, you slash into him like Wolverine, and like. You rip open the flesh a few times, and the, it just parts, and no blood comes out. And then you just see, like, strings of flesh, like, stitch it back together in a second. <laughs> and he does take an almost like a little bit of a knee. Like, you do force him down with the sheer weight of your blows. But that's about it. And now it's his turn. Mm-hmm. First he will roll to unshake. Being undead, he gets a plus two to this roll. Of course he do.
3: Oh, I think the oh, 17 Jesus. is
1: enough yeah interesting choice of weapons little robot but you're not the only one with claws if you will as his face starts to descend or distend, wicked sharp claws grow out of his fingernails Oh. and he takes on his vampiric form
0: oh, oh. that's what I needed
1: yeah so he just kind of He's pushed down to the knee, claws sprout, his arms elongate, fangs come out, eyes glow red, and he just sweeps behind him at you, a He's just going to do one attack for now. He's not interested in jumping into this all that fast. let's just playing. But he does also have frenzy, so he will also get two fighting dice rolls. Oh. Does an eight-hitcher parry?
4: I don't believe so. I'm double checking.
0: I think his parry is like 10. Yeah,
1: I think it is. It's 11. Yeah, so you you manage to whip your claws up and catch his. Oddly enough, it doesn't sever his, but you do stop his from finding your your actual torso there. And then, yeah, his follow-up, you kind of throw him off his balance, and his follow-up misses as well. And then he will... Move... So you both can take a free fighting attack against him. Yay?
0: Seems like he doesn't care.
1: (laughs) I know, I'm going to do it, but I feel like this is for naught. Rock, you did hit. Tess, you also hit. So both roll damage. You might be able to shake him. Yeah, that's uh, a... You got this guy. Dude,
2: I'm depressed. I just blew a 27 on this dude. Oh, wow. See, I'm not the
0: only one ridiculously acing.
1: Yeah, I aced like a motherfucker for nothing. Um, the fibro van braces will do it. Actually, both of you could have shaken him. So he tries to take a step away, and you both just pound on him with melee attacks. And you he just kind of puts his head up over his hands over his ears. Ah, I forgot how annoying mortals were!
3: Well, I
0: don't like you that much either, so.
1: So he, mm, you kind of just beat him into submission so he doesn't go running. Okay, I'll take it. And then you hear the sound of large, thick, sturdy dragon eggs splitting and hitting the concrete of the ground here. And a relatively small flame flamewind dragon hatchling appears.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Cleet, uh... your first view of the world. You're in a strange place. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to extend... All seven of my appendages as far out as they will go, because I've been living in a one-room apartment in New York.
1: (laughs) Uh, So you do have plus one reach, so you can technically hit uh, everybody except Tess from here, so you might bump against them. But yeah, you do the big animal yawn.
5: And uh, then, because I am tall, uh, then I'm going to kind of look down. And it, yeah, you are on about like a, a
1: one square high pedestal, so about a six foot high oh, pedestal so as well.
5: I'm tall and I'm a raised.
1: Yeah, you are above these creatures, literally and figuratively.
5: Uh, I'm going to uh, kind of crane my head down a little bit and in Dragonese uh, say, "What have we here?" This this
1: who has knowledge of Dragonese or an internal translator?
0: I believe that is only magnesium flint.
1: Mag, you heard it. <laughs> the vampire seems to recognize it. I, uh.
0: We've come to uh, rescue you at the request of a friend of your mother's. And, uh, we've run across a bit of a problem here. Uh, that's about it. Jason, I think you, uh, actually skipped me.
2: Oh, I think I did. Oh, yeah, you would have had to have. Yeah,
0: the only action I was going to take is I want to take I want to uh, roll a cult to identify the guy so I can figure out how to hurt him. So it yeah, wouldn't really change the flow of anything.
1: Yeah, I apologize for that. I think I clicked it once to move order, then I looked away and thought I hadn't done it. Okay, all
0: right. So let me just roll that real quick. Okay. The only reason I'm bringing it up now is because if I n- figure out that he's a vampire, that would inform my words here. Right. I did get a success on my occult roll.
3: Yeah,
1: so you've, especially in the Pecos Empire, you're, yeah, you know of vampires as a thing. This seems to fit the bill. All
0: right. With that success, would that give me any knowledge of the things that can actually hurt him?
1: There's so many different weaknesses. Uh, roll a d3.
0: D3. Sweet cherry. All right, and we'll just go, uh, one, two is one, that sort of thing. I got a one. All
1: right, so I'll give you one thing. I'll either tell you how you can destroy him or how you can hurt him, and I'll tell you one of the ways, if there is more than one. Uh... Your call. So damage or actually kill? First of all, pick that category. I'm going to go with kill. From a couple of vampire hunters you heard talking in one of the bars in Marl, the only true fire way that a person can kill a vampire is by chopping off the head and burning the head and body in separate pyres
0: all right okay
1: but you do know that vampires have there's a lot of legends about them and out of game they have a ton of different weaknesses yeah. they're very complex monsters so i do
0: have two stakes in my backpack
1: that's you- hilarious so, Cleet, you have done your little dragon stretch. What would you, would you like to actually do anything, like, action-wise on your turn?
5: Um, no. I think I'm just kind of, like, prop my, my uh, two arms underneath my chin and just kind of watch the situation unfold, because I don't know what's going on here.
1: The little wider person did respond back to you in a crude version of your tongue.
5: Well, sure, but yeah, just let you know. I, it's one of those, it's like, I just met this guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, that he's the only
1: one who seems to have understood what you said. Alright, that would be the top of initiative, so we will deal our next round here. Bum, bum, bum. Nice! Fuck you! Rock got another Joker! Yeah. Twice in one session there!
0: ATAC, you are a fucking lucky Joker.
2: Oh, I need to put the vampire back in. Nobody's sad about that. Hey, yo, do I get a card for my quadruple raise, even though it didn't do shit because he's a fucking vampire? I should
0: roll a 27 on the attack roll.
1: Yes. Yes. All right, so he gets to draw two cards for initiative. We got a queen. We'll draw another one just in case he gets an ace or higher. Nope. And Tess did not get a six or lower. I see so you got a joker, so everybody gets a Benny. And, Rock, you get a plus two to everything you do this turn.
4: Okay. Not really sure if there's anything I can do worthwhile.
1: <laughs> no, I feel so impotent. There is all of a sudden now a, a very large dragon <laughs> that's sort of sitting there with its snout on its little front claws here, looking at you all, and it did say something that sounded like a language.
0: Flint's going to yell out to everybody. He's a vampire. He doesn't, uh, he's not harmed easily, and you have to decapitate him and burn his body and head separately in order to kill him, but as far as getting him to that point, I don't know yet.
5: Okay. Thrand,
1: like, eyes dart away from the dragon. Well, look who's a little novice vampire, Hunter. All right. Good luck taking my head, dwarf.
4: I look at the vampire, and I'm like, I'm your Huckleberry, and I'm gonna make a cold shot on his head. Okay. <clears throat> So how does this work? I'm going to take one hit, <laughs> called shot, I'm going to lop his head off.
1: You can't specifically try to decapitate him, but you can target the head. Uh, let me pull up my. Can I target the neck? Yeah, we'll say it's a minus six. Uh, because he's undead, you don't get any extra damage for targeting a vital like that.
3: Okay. Okay. Oh,
2: no one wants extra damage, we Minus six head to fall
1: off. is a five. Damn. He ducks. So your claws sweep through empty air, and then he uses his counterattack edge, and how somebody's actually missed him with Gotta an attack. Benny? Oh, but he's shake. He is shaking. Oh, well, yeah, you well, Yeah, I guess you can. Go I'm going to roll
3: Benny.
2: Six.
1: Much more better... uh is still gonna miss Hear me. is that with your plus two for the no. joker Eight. that will hit nice. go ahead and roll damage thank god Jeez. your claws sink in like chopping through a thick log and then you feel it slice through hit the spine and then whip out and his head is just hanging by rags and blood shoots out of the neck not as a fountain but as like a stream of just like tendrils Grabs the head and yanks it right back on. Damn it. And he just kind of wags a finger at you. Not, uh, uh, Not that easy, is it? I grin.
3: Yeah.
1: All right, Rock. His turn. Let's roll to Unshake. There's a chance he can fail it.
5: Oh, I guess I should ask. Still um, in three bennies. Does. For a question for uh, Jason. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Did everyone in the room have to make fear checks?
1: We will do that at the start of your turn. Okay. Because I just because I forgot. Yeah, I just remembered it. Did okay. as well. Actually. Yeah. Actually, we have to make some for the vampire too. So we will start on his turn.
0: All kinds of fear checks.
1: So yeah, so I do unshake, and yes, he has fear. So if everybody would give me a spirit roll at minus two, as the vampire just head reattaches and he hisses loud. Teeth bared at everyone. So fear is a spirit roll minus two. Mag succeeds. Suki passes. Ah, I'm gonna do a Binning. Suki's
2: okay.
4: One more bidding.
1: Uh, there we go. Much better. There you go. <laughs> 15, Fifteen is definitely Got good. One bidding. And Khalif, we can get a spirit roll from you as well, please.
5: Why do I have to roll for my own fear?
0: Now you're rolling. For this the isn't vampire. yours. This
5: is the vampire. Oh.
0: We all still have to roll for you.
5: <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. It's
1: opposing fears. Yeah, you are more than fine. Uh, that was a tech. I apologize. So yeah, that that will fail with a minus two, unless you want to spend a Benny to try to re-roll. No,
5: nah, I'll be I'll be afraid. Okay. I don't know whether that so does go ahead, me, but I'll be afraid. It's a new boy.
1: Go ahead and roll a d d20 and add plus two to the result for me, please. And I'll pull up my chart while you're rolling.
0: Oh man, it would be so funny if he rolls a nat 20 here and dies of a heart attack it's, as soon as he's hatched. <laughs>
1: Stop it. Uh, Let me know what you got with the plus two. Twelve total. Twelve total? Yeah. So the sight of this thing hissing at you is very aggressive, and it's got fangs and claws, and maybe it's some genetic memory of fearing things with fangs and claws. Uh, So you are shaken. So at the start of your turn, you'll have to make a spirit check to unshake. Or you can always spend a Benny to just do it automatically, but it's usually just do the roll first to see if you pass or fail. Alright, so Vampire hisses. You're all not afraid of him. Hmm. Huh. It doesn't work out well for him. Huh. What would he like to do on his turn? Alright, so he's going to take two actions. The first is going to be a psionics check at a minus two, so it's going to be a minus four with a multi-action penalty. I'm going to re-roll that with one of my bennies. Try to get
0: it's not in the cards for you there, vampire. That's all twos and ones after three rolls. Yeah,
1: Thank God. <laughs> yep, because I was trying to turn to miss. So he tries to concentrate to turn to miss, but you guys are harrying him too much. So then he's just gonna try to move so you guys both get a free attack on him. Actually, the dragon does as well if you would like. Well, no, dragon's shaking, so you'd have to spend a Benny to unshake if you want to try to attack him. Zuki will miss. Attack will hit. But first let's resolve Suki's, Suki's miss. As you swing at him, he bats the blade away and jabs his claws at the faceplate of your Glitter Girl mm-hmm. as he counterattacks. So he will do a fighting roll. What is your parry, ma'am?
3: My got seven.
2: parry is higher than a 7. My parry uh-huh. is an 8. Then
1: he misses. Attack you have hit. All right. Do you want to go ahead and roll damage?
4: 27.
1: Yeah, that will shake him
4: again. Mike, I I almost take his head off and he's trying to move and I just try to, uh, understanding that I can't really stab him that easily, use my claws basically to like, you know, bowling ball
1: bumper him back in place
4: against his shoulder.
1: All right. So now that he's shaken, he can't do anything unless I want to spend a Benny to free him up. So his last action of mist forming and attacking Justin are out. He is done
0: Dunzo. All right. If I spend another action uh, doing common knowledge or occult, can I try, try to remember his weaknesses?
3: Yeah, all out.
0: All right.
1: Are you doing any other actions other than that?
0: Uh, well. Would it be an action for me to get my stakes out of my backpack?
1: Out of your backpack? Yes. Because yes. uh, they're so not in yes. a holster or something easy to draw. that action.
0: So it'd be a minus two for the roll.
1: And I believe it's actually an agility roll to get them out.
0: Okay, that works for me. Um, bu-bu-bu. Let's
1: go ahead and roll your occult first, and then I'll... Occult.
0: Uh, that is a... F- with a minus two, that would be a failure, so I will spend a penny. Uh,
1: and it is... It... It is not a, a, a roll you have to do to pull it out. It just takes the action. Okay.
0: I, I will spend a Benny to reroll the occult. And another Benny. And that's it. That's as many as I'm willing to spend on a roll. I failed.
1: You're pumped with adrenaline like you did feel that fear. And then you're feeling like another wave of it coming. So just you can't think about what they said. Is it making me garlic? They can't cross the threshold? What is it? Yeah. Drink lots of water? You're not sure. But you do fumble for your stakes. You're pretty sure that's a big one in most of the myths and legends. I feel fairly confident
0: seeing you know, as I carry them around with me all the time. <laughs> There's a reason yeah. I have this, I just can't remember what
1: it's for. <laughs> all right, uh, Tess, you are up. Yeah, about that.
2: I think at this point, it's just time to make sure that nothing happens to old magnesium. So I guess I have to continue to swing on this guy until Max can come up with a way for me to get rid of him.
0: Keep him occupied. Maybe we can pin him down, everyone. Doesn't seem to be able to hurt him.
1: Uh, that fighting roll will miss. Correct. Well, Are you spending a Benny?
2: I am absolutely... Uh, okay, I'll spend one bunny. Gotta save one for when I die.
1: Well, oh, worthless. Yeah, thankfully he only gets the one counter-attacked round, so he doesn't get to capitalize on your miss, but you, he does, again, put his claws in the way, knocks your blade aside, as he's still trying to, like, sh- come back and get his footing with attack, just slamming claws into him left and right. All right, at the start of our young dragon's turn, would everybody give me a spirit check? And... Uh, Cleet, is there a penalty to the night, or is it just a regular just fear, a fear check? check? Okay, so just a normal spirit check, no penalties. Love, love, wow. And I will roll for our undead, not friend. I got a five, so he's good.
0: Not afraid of dragons. What are the odds?
1: Right. Looks like attack is good. Oh wait, I got like this old fear check.
2: I'm pretty sure that I'm actually just going to fail this fear check.
1: Nope, passed. Looks like uh, Flint. Actually, I passed.
0: I rolled a one and a two, but uh, I have plus two to fear checks because I am brave. That's true. So that would be a four.
1: The, the dragon fear, maybe it's just because he's young. Maybe because there's other things to worry about. Doesn't quite take hold in anybody. Uh, Cleet, wh- what are you going to be doing? How many actions are you going to be taking, sir?
5: Uh, I'm not a familiar with Adventure Edition. Um, you can take more than one action.
1: Yes, so you can take up to three. If you take two actions, you're at minus two to everything you do. If you take three, you're at minus four. Movement doesn't require an action unless you... Or movement does not require an action, but if you choose to run as part of your movement, you get an additional minus two. So you could attack three times, you could do three different things that require a, a roll, but you do build up that multi-attack penalty, multi-action penalty.
5: Um, I'm going to take this round to unshake. Well, you get that for free. So go ahead and roll a spirit roll for it. Oh, okay. Well, I have this night
1: nice, uh, a unshake button. Yeah, you can press that. It should roll it. Yep. So you're good. So you have your normal round to do stuff. So that's not your action. Doesn't take up anything. So that's a little bit better than the previous. edition. Oh, that so. is
5: better than previous edition. I was like, come on, raise, come on, raise. That was no raise. Um, nope. Don't need that. No, no, that's good because we, we 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 suffered in the shaken spiral. So yes. Um. Well, I don't like things that scare me, and right now so far, only one thing in the world has scared me. Sorry, one thing in the the... universe has ever scared me. So true.
1: So true. In the 12 seconds you've been alive. Exactly.
5: (laughs) Um, I am going, where did I put it? Where did I put it? Where did I put it? There I put it. I'm gonna shoot him with my fire.
0: Okay. Oh, that's right. It's not a cone for the
5: See, I'm only doing the one action. Yeah, just the one action.
1: Okay. That is a ranged attack, so that will hit, but not with a race. Go ahead and roll damage for me, please. Now, this is where we're a little iffy on the weakness territory. Normally, fire is not a big deal, but the natural attacks of supernatural creatures are. I'm going to rule that your dragon breath is a natural attack, not just a claw bite on our... So I'll say this can potentially damage him. However, it is... I think it is halved. Let me just double check. Uh, so that is full damage. That's 14, but his toughness... And there's no armor piercing on that, right?
5: Not that I'm aware of.
1: But it is mega damage. Uh, so unfortunately, though, his toughness is a little bit higher. So you just hit him with a, a spitwad of flame. It washes over him. He shouts a little bit. And but then just kind of the flames die out, and the only thing that's really messed up is his robes are pretty much burned up completely off, and he is now in the nude. Gross.
5: And my first fire breath probably came out like a cute little kitten seat.
1: Alright, that's that round. So we will now uh because a joker was dealt, we will shuffle the deck. ba ba Ba-ba-ba. And Come on,
0: Joker again. attack yep. Do your cool
2: job. Deal. We got this. Oh. No, but
1: you I did. I got it. Da, da, another yeah. Joker. Man, we're
0: Benny Ritz. Right,
1: now let's check out. Our vampire could draw another card, so he's going to just to see. Yep. I'm taking that he one. He got a Joker too. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Yep. Rude.
0: Black do Joker we get a Benny for his Joker? Joker?
1: No, you get a <laughs> Benny for Justin's, though. And Tess, you did not get a six or lower, so... It is what it is. I'm just excited
2: these guys keep replenishing my bennies. For sure.
5: I just want to know, All every right. round, I am the slowest acting dragon.
1: Yeah, you've not really gotten higher than the three.
5: <laughs> I'm going last of everyone every time.
1: You were Maybe just you're still trying to figure it out. Don't. Yeah, you are, you are like 14 seconds old. Yeah, it's okay.
0: Atec was the youngest person in the room until you were born. <laughs>
1: Yay! All right, I'll—I don't think there's anything specific about tiebreakers for jokers, but I'll give it to you, Justin. So go ahead. Uh, it doesn't matter either way. But uh, yeah, I'm going to. Oh, remember, you don't have to go now. You can interrupt. Yeah, I know. I can interrupt, Joker, interrupt for can free
0: with the Joker. That's why I was saying it didn't really matter. Uh, he might want to interrupt me. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I just, uh, so if if you don't want to go yet, we can move on. Yeah, just go ahead.
0: Go ahead. I'll interrupt when I'm ready.
1: Just remember, you still have a turn. Yeah. So we don't forget you on accident. He will go now. Uh, First, he'll try to unshake, which he gets a plus four on now because of the Joker. So I can't fail, essentially. He's good. Alright, and he's gonna take two actions. First one is gonna be to try to activate that goddamn mist form. Actually, no. He's gonna take... one action. Alright, now let's roll and activate this fucking power. Of which he gets a plus two. That would be a seven. I'm going to spend a Benny since so I have plenty here.
0: you got too many Benny's. I don't like it. Oh, I'm going to
1: stick with that 19. The... Ouch. All right. <laughs> so, anybody in that blast template is going to need to make a roll for me here. Uh, it is. A spirit roll at minus two. I don't want to.
3: I'm going to roll a Benny.
1: Actually, Rock, I di- you don't need to sleep, do you? No. Then you're fine. You don't
2: need okay. to roll. I'm going to spend a Benny.
5: I'll spend a Benny.
0: Goodness gracious. This guy's ah, sleep skill is fucking you guys up.
2: That still failures. on both your parts. <sighs> I know. I'm. I'm at odds. I have one benny that I can burn. But do I want to burn it here or just lay down?
5: I'll burn a second benny. Nope.
2: I, I'm going to nope. burn I burned it and still didn't make it.
1: Yep. Late night. So yeah, your eyes just start getting heavy, and you just slump down at your spot and you start falling asleep. <sighs>
3: That's
1: funny. People can give you another roll to wake up, either with a loud enough noise or an actual physical action to wake you up. Try to see if there's
2: anything here well, that that looks like sleepy. I mean, is anybody even gonna know I'm asleep until it's my
1: turn?
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: you're kind of you're kneeling down and like taking a, a football knee. Yeah,
0: it is power armor. Okay. I like it. it.
1: All right, so that was his one action. He is done. Attack! Like you're just like, huh? What? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm look in our alley. What's going on?
1: <laughs> now, <laughs> you and I can fight one-on-one, Golem.
3: <sighs> Although, you could serve sick. me. <clears throat>
1: you have no blood for me to drink. You won't die. I could use a friend. <laughs>
3: You've got a friend in me.
1: I don't think you want that friend. <laughs> You're asleep. You shush. <laughs> But you are up, Rock. All right. Uh, If nobody wakes you guys up, you will wake up in 30 minutes, I believe.
2: Sure. Isn't Max outside of the range of the
3: sleep? Yeah, he wasn't. Okay. Just making sure. Actually, it's an
2: hour. Okay.
4: All right. Well, my claws aren't being very effective, so I'm going to try to put him to sleep. Like you did, my friend. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna grapple.
1: Okay. I haven't used those in a while. So yeah. Let's actually. I don't think we've used them yet. And as every RPG can pretty much attest, grapple rules are always kind of fucking. I was just weird. looking at
4: them. Page 101. Post athletics check. And then bound and entangle on page 98.
1: Gotcha. Alright, so you go ahead and roll first since you are initiating, then you will decide what to stand on after any re-rolls.
4: Damn it. Uh... So you
1: you hit the threshold of at least a four, which is what you bare minimum need to even accomplish it, but yeah. you can re-roll for something higher or...
4: No, I'm, I'm gonna re-roll. This is my... I think this is my last penny. Here we go.
1: Statistically, you should do a lot better. Yeah, twelve's a lot there better. There you go. All right. I'm assuming you're sticking with the twelve since you said that was your last. Yeah. Pick.
4: Yeah. So I'm sticking with it. I'm uh, you know, so I I go in, I grab him by the the, the shoulder since he's not wearing any damn clothes.
3: Yeah. Not and, I, and I grab
4: him by the top of his head and I'm like trying to put him in a hold. It's not working out so well. So I just grab him by the goddamn neck and uh, put both of my hands around his neck, and I'm
0: like, go to sleep. <laughs>
4: Sleepy All right.
1: time. All
0: right, I'm going to act now, after you've finished the athletics roll.
1: Uh, I might as well spend at least one of my remaining six or four bennies here. Sweet baby Jesus. I had a lot. Yeah, a lot.
2: And I watched you ace, sir. I mean, I'm not tripping. I mean, joking, I'll
1: rather. I'll spend another one. Not there yeah. yet. Yeah, can't do it. Even with the seven, you, you succeed with a raise.
0: Nice. That means it's
1: entangled. Right? Let me see. Bound. Attacker wins the foe's entangled with a raise, he's bound.
0: Yep. Nice. That's good. Really good for us. Victim may not move, it's, is distracted and vulnerable as long as he remains bound, and cannot make physical actions other than trying to break free.
1: seriously I don't breathe, but this is annoying, and you are as strong as me. Seriously, consider working with me. you from another dimension? We can rule like kings! I want to leave this place! And now you are interrupting, Justin, so yes, go
3: ahead.
0: Yes, I am going to take, uh... Uh
1: three actions okay yeah i'm gonna take three actions it would normally be minus four but your plus two from the joker will only make that a minus two to everything you do that's fine
0: i'm gonna move up to here i kicked masuki and said, no sleeping on that job girl we got a dragon or uh dragon to save yeah that's what i said
1: is that all right so i have to roll something to wake yeah. her up no, you just have to take an action to physically okay. jostle her. And then the second action will be to do... Well, before you do your second... Oh, well, yeah, what is your second one going to be? Move uh, so my second there. action,
0: I'll I'll, get, I'll move to the dragon and wake him up. And my third action, I'm going to uh, shoot him with Chekhov.
1: Okay. There is a statue in your way. So you'll he'll have pretty substantial cover from that spot. Uh, I'm shooting so the dragon
0: with
1: Chekhov. Oh. oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, it's Masuki, give me another spirit roll at minus two. That's a success. You are awake. Uh. And Cleat, same thing, if you would. Spirit roll, minus two. Hey, kid, this isn't
0: Dragonese. Hey, kid, I don't know you too much, but it's not time to be taking a nap. Your fire seems to be the only thing that hurts him.
5: Apparently i wake up. Woo! Um, and
0: your check off. Yeah, and with that, you see what looks like a large grenade gun pointed at you. And let's see if anything happens. Of course it won't happen now, because the joke's been ruined, so fuck you. Uh, <sighs> all right. So this is at a minus four, right? No, yeah, minus yeah, two. plus two for minus your... Two.
1: Minus, yeah, yeah.
0: Minus two. This is at a minus two. Uh, so yeah, no- nothing happens. Uh, he points a grenade gun at you, and some like little metal sand comes pouring out of his arm. But then nothing happens. <laughs> That's it. That's
5: all okay. three of Flint's actions. That was all right. So impressive.
1: You were go. You went right after Rock. So since you are now awake, Tess, oh. you're free to act. How many actions are you going to take? Two. Okay. What is? What are they going to be? Uh, well,
2: as I come out of this kneeling position, I'm going to swing up in an arc from left to right and hope to at least distract this motherfucker for somebody else to hit him too. Okay.
1: And that's definitely a hit with a raise. I had enough to get another one of another card. These stack them Come up. On. I'm not trying to stack them up, but
2: i already spent liking... your one for this yeah, session, you not so so them. So
0: they will yeah. stack up.
2: <laughs> yeah, but not <sighs>
0: I feel you, but bro. I'm
2: not going to be like you. I'm not going to have 30 of these motherfuckers and have to decide. That's not a thing.
1: I feel you. Okay. But go ahead and roll some damage for me, if you would, please. Just to see if you shake him.
2: Yeah, that's all I want to do. That
0: should be enough.
1: That will shake him. Should. So now he is shaken,
0: distracted, and
3: vulnerable.
1: I should say he's... I forgot, he's not completely naked. Around his torso, and just his torso and neck only, is um, rather fine-looking leather armor. Like a leather vest that has like a uh, a gorget. Gotcha. At least I forgot not he a does have. This, he, has ma- yeah, he has magic armor. His dingus is out for the world to see. <laughs> it just covers the torso. Got <laughs> it. <laughs> it specifically only covers the torso and neck. <laughs> in the, for the write up in the book, which he is essentially just a standard vampire.
2: Priorities.
1: So yeah, anybody who does call shot around that. You would be able to bypass that armor, but to be honest, your melee weapons have such high armor-piercing, you're negating the paltry amount of armor it gives anyways. And your second action, what was that going to be?
2: Uh, to swing down. I come up to the left, down to the right.
1: There's really no point. You can't double-shake him, and your Uh, normal weapons cannot hurt him. Exactly. Same deal, like, you, you, you come up, you do manage to cut him for a second, hit him in the jaw, like, knock his head back a little bit which is difficult seeing as how Atax got him in a chokehold. But, I, mean, I forgot, you he is distracted and vulnerable, so you have like an additional plus two to hit and all that good stuff, but not that your 20 needed it. <laughs> yeah, but we need the dragon to be able to do massive damage. That's yep. who we're, we're banking on right now. That's where the... But then the, the... You are cutting him, but it's just healing almost instantaneously. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you are done, and cleat. bottom of the round. You see the... Robot, metally-looking fellow has got a death grip on this, you know, vampire, and then the other metally-looking twelve-foot-tall person is slicing at it ineffectually with a sword.
5: Uh, does the twelve-foot-tall sword-slicing metal thing have boobs? I don't think so. Nope. I don't think
1: her armor is particularly.
2: I, I just was wondering it's... if it was boob armor. Nope. No. It's, it's asexual armor.
1: As all armor should be.
5: Well, you are correct. I'm gonna lift off with my wings and fly over here.
1: Okay. Avoiding... Well, he's actually can't do physical actions anyway, so you're good. Even if you hadn't flown.
5: Um, and I'm gonna take two actions. Okay. What are they gonna be? I'm gonna claw him with the left, and then I'm gonna claw him with the right. So, you will be
1: at minus two for the multi-action penalty. However, since he is vulnerable and distracted... You get a plus two to everything you do against him, so it's a wash. So just your normal rolls.
0: And does his, uh, f- does his edge negate all gang up bonuses, or just one point?
1: Just one point. So you do actually get another plus one. So you actually are plus one. Yeah. Thank god.
0: And apparently oh, we got to needed talk. it. <laughs> we
1: absolutely gotta talk, bud. Your fighting's only a d4? No.
5: I could have swore I raised that.
1: Actually, I don't think he did.
5: No, I'm sorry. to raise my athletics. That's fine. I'm I'm waking up. I'm learning. I'm learning how yeah. I do things.
1: Just now learning how it's to. It's more fight. of a playful, a playful pat. That's all right. You got another shot at it.
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs> Stop might. tickling him and do some damage. Oh my god. Uh,
0: that's that enough. Would be a that's four. enough. He's at plus one. No, it's not. Oh no, that's right. It's, it's, versus, parry. it's versus It's Versus parry attack. Damn yeah. it.
1: <laughs> he lifts a leg up and just like. Perfect side kicks out, shoves you back just a hair, and enough to make your claw miss. Seriously, this is not going the way I intended.
4: Tighten my grip. All right.
1: I really don't breathe. You are just—it doesn't even hurt. It's just I'm trying to pop your head off your shoulders. Shut up. It's, it's not how vampiric anatomy works. I thought we were buds. And deal. Damn it. Uh, Vampire can draw two cards, thus will. Three is not something he wants to take, though. Uh, And Tess, you got a five. You can draw again if you want. Uh, yeah. I'm not last.
2: (laughs) Much more better. I'll take it.
1: I mean, it didn't change your spot much. It didn't change my spot at all, as far as I can tell. (laughs) Nope, because it's still reverse alphabetical, so... I right, did. You'll go before Flint now. Oh, okay. Pardon me. <laughs> Vampire is grabbed, bound, distracted, vulnerable. Yikes! I can't take physical actions. So what he's gonna try to do is what he's failed to do every time I tried it, and he is at minus two due to being distracted. Yeah, let's just try it. Oh. Benny the fuck out of this if I have to oh yes. god that's a seven A.T.A.C. your your fingers all of a sudden claps in on themselves as he transforms into mist fucker
0: I don't like that I assume he already unshook
1: uh, I forgot to make the roll and if I fail it I will spend the Benny but let's if I make the roll
0: hopefully I gotta spend the Benny
1: for real we want you to burn the Bennies, bud Mm, Uh, he has a plus two but minus Mm. two so that washes out so yeah he's fine he's fine (laughs) so he is now misty for me and he zips off over this way he's done
0: are you leaving bud because uh that's fine by me if you want to go home
1: you can't respond in mist form (laughs) damn
0: you speaking water that's one thing that Bruce Lee never said. You know, he was always about water can move, water can crash, but never said water could talk. That's true. Be like the water. Are you telling me to shut up?
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 All right, Tess, you are up. I mean,
2: I gotta stand in front of Flint. All right. Any actions you're actually taking?
1: Mm mm. And Flint, you are up, sir. Okay, uh
0: so he turned into a mist and he's flying away. Uh What's uh fighting is Perry right? Yep. I don't know if it's gonna matter. Fighting or vigor. Uh I want to I'm I'm gonna go on hold. Because I'm not 100% sure what I want to do. So I'm just going okay. to go to it. Remember,
1: on interrupting on hold requires a successful agility check. Yeah, I got it. All right.
5: Cleet, the weird claw-y man turned into a big pile of vapor and has just drifted to that side of the room. That's fine. I'm going to move over to here, and then I'm going to place a cone template of fire over where the mist sort of is.
3: I
1: mean, I can tell just by eyeballing that that will hit, but we can still double check. Good night. Uh, so you still have to make an athletics check and get at least a four to target it in the right direction. Otherwise, you just choke too high or low. That's enough. Uh, since he's missed, I'll say energy can still hurt him. So yeah, go ahead and roll. Yay! Eight damage will not be enough to beat his toughness. So if you have any bennies left you'd like to spend a reroll? you may do yep, so. Yep, I will spend a Benny. That much more better. Will just barely clear his toughness. Not enough to damage him, but you will shake him.
5: Sweet. I got some shaking miss. Should I Benny it again, think? You you could, if you want. Uh, I'm, I'm asking for input from my other people you're already more. You're already above yeah. average.
0: Uh, so a Benny is not likely to increase it.
5: Yeah. Okay. I'll be done. Okay. All right.
1: Unless Justin is going to try to interrupt, it will be rock. All right.
4: I move over to the mist. And then I fire my thrusters into it.
1: I like it. I will go as an improvised weapon. Um, But I'll let you know, the only reason the dragon's fire works is because it's a supernatural creature. He is actually immune to regular fire. So you do it. You throw your thrusters in there. But just I'm trying to disperse the mist, right? You do. You disperse a few inches. It's annoying to him. If he could talk, he would tell you, "Hey, dick. <laughs> my dick's flopping out. I'm misty, and now you're making it even worse." That part was my dick. Thanks a lot. I should never have let you people in my house.
2: Sorry, not sorry. Um.
1: All right.
2: Well, how, okay. long the, uh,
0: how long does the uh, how long does test work last?
1: I believe it's just, like, the one that distracts and vulnerable? Yeah. till the end of their next turn, I believe. Till the
0: end of their next turn? Well, I don't know when that's going to be, but I'm going to go ahead and take my action now. And, uh, just, I'm going to try to do a test uh, against the, uh, vampire to make him vulnerable. Uh, I will... I'm going to do an occult test, maybe? Uh, I want to, like, call out, I want to bluff him that, like, we know your weakness... So maybe that wouldn't be a cult. That'd be more like persuasion. That would
1: be more... No, it'd be performance because
0: you're straight up lying. Oh, well, I don't have performance.
1: Oh, well, we'll give it a shot. Uh, I,
0: You can try to run, but uh, we know how to take you down. There's no point in you uh, resisting. You may as well just give up. Maybe you might decide to be merciful. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fuck you. I don't have to have a skill. I can just ace a billion times.
2: Right, you don't even need to have that freaking card. I
0: don't even need anything. I just rolled a fucking bunch of aces.
1: So that's a 12. Uh, That you were using performance? Uh, yeah. Which I believe is tied to spirit. So he will resist with spirit. I'm assuming you don't want to reroll. Uh,
0: no. Uh, There's absolutely no way I can expect that to go better than that. (laughs)
1: And you succeed with a raise, so he would be your choice of distracted and vulnerable, plus shaken, which he already Sorry, is. So,
0: so I would choose vulnerable. I'm hoping that the next time the dragon fires, he can maybe get a raise and do more
3: damage. Da, da, all da, right. Da, da, da. Next round. Let's get some cards. All right, let's take a look. Vamp can always draw two
1: cards Four the diamond is his shit card and he doesn't want it.
2: Yeah, I'm going to need and another test, card, I'm too. Assuming, yeah, I'm
1: assuming <laughs> sure. sure that King of Hearts is more to your liking, Tess.
2: Much more better, ah. Uh, so you are up, Tess. Hilarious. ah, uh, Man, so nobody's around this guy except for a huh? a mm-hmm. is not holding him
1: yet because a hasn't had a turn yet, right? And the fact that he is a incorporeal mist. Nobody can hold
2: him out. Oh, that's true. Ah, uh, can you really miss a mist? I'll try miss a mist. Who's it going to hurt?
1: By this point, you've realized that your sword is completely ineffectual, other than potentially stunning him. Actually, you, yeah, that's about it.
2: Really, most of my stuff is worthless. In fact, all of you
1: give me an occult roll.
2: Okay, Uh, I will give you that unskilled roll again. Yeah, and I won't penalize
1: you if somebody crit fails, since I'm calling for it. Yay, Mag, it is. (laughs) Right, Johnny Ace is over here. I know,
0: right? I am on
1: fire tonight. Mm-hmm. Mag, now that you've had a second to breathe, from what you know of vampires, this fight is very untenable for you. You guys might be able to continually stop him from hurting you, but you have almost no way to stop him. You realize if that dragon does manage to do enough flame to hurt him, he could potentially heal from it in seconds anyways only way you potentially could do this is by staking him, and if he's in mist, he cannot be staked. Gotcha. You can keep slugging at him, but all you're doing is giving him time to potentially hit you with another sleep spell and then have you all at his mercy. Alright. Good call. But that means I remember the stake thing now, right? You do remember the stake thing. Okay. You know the stakes do not kill, they incapacitate. Yeah.
0: But he would have to be uh, physical,
1: corporeal, to potentially do yeah. it.
0: I like to think that I lied to him about knowing his weakness so well that I convinced my, i remember the—I uh, oh. convinced myself that I knew his weakness, and as a result, remembered his weakness for the to staking through the heart.
1: If you guys weren't stationed out of the Pecos Empire, I would not have allowed you to to know this much. But since it is vampire adjacent territory sweet there's enough rumors and, and legends going around but yeah you know fire normally does nothing like the fact that it's a dragon might have something but even if you manage to hurt him from what you understood the little healing he's doing when they're cutting him is nothing compared to how he can heal real damage yeah. okay so as a as your storyteller i'm letting you know mechanically this fight is not a necessarily a win like, right you, there's yeah you could fight him to a stalemate you might get lucky and stake him but the, the route you're going now, we're just going to slog through this and it's just going to keep back and forth. Nothing really happening. So my advice, negotiate or just get out. Mm-hmm. But if you want to keep it going and try to stake him, we can play it. But we'll... bear in mind, he's not an idiot. Yeah. Um... Since there is no actual duration listed for his mist form. I'm assuming it's till I spend an action to turn back.
0: So Mag's gonna say, uh, everyone, fall back. New dragon, come with us. There's no point in fighting this vampire, he can't hurt us. He's a weak link.
1: That was that was cheap. That was that was just cheap. That
2: was funny, and I dropped to a knee so Mag can climb aboard. I have no intentions of taking an hour to get down these stairs.
0: <laughs> Mag is nowhere near as slow as that guy, but he does jump on your shoulder
2: yeah but i my, my suit's not going to get tired are there any windows
0: nope. no there's no opening other than the front
5: door at the first floor this round i was going to oh. try to fear him into having a heart attack or something
1: Fair. there <laughs> and unfortunately since this is the blackness of space even blasting a hole through the wall there's no sunlight so
0: space vampires yeah we're are dropping scary. out
1: of we're dropping out of combat rounds then mm-hmm.
0: yeah i'm fine with that
1: so the mist just kind of languidly hovers there as you make your way to the stairs, and it doesn't seem like it's trying to intercept you at all. Yeah, I feel
0: like we're all still holding weapons pointed at it, but...
1: Yeah, I imagine you're not letting your guard down by any yeah. means, but... Uh, when you spoke to me, I may... speak in
0: Dragonese when I speak uh, to you. Okay, I, I just want to make
1: sure of that. Yeah, you don't know what the weird mouth babblings the other ones are making, if they aren't speaking out loud at all. It is very fluent, Dragonese,
0: it's just there's a slight delay. Because what I'm actually listening to a transcript, like a, a translation in my head and repeating the words, is what's happening. But it's, it speaks Dragonese better than you do. The machine does.
5: I mean, vocabulary wise, probably, but I'd bet you have an accent. All right, so you're
1: leaving the tower. It's just a matter of walking the 38 flights down. I mean, you could try to blow a hole through the wall if you want. I'll, I'll, I'll follow them. Do I fit in the stairwells? It's a tight fit, but yes,
2: you can squeeze through. I have to stop by floor
1: twenty-eight and floor thirty-one. The other dragons. Yep. Bear in mind, these are eggs the size of a human being. I we have no easy way to transport them. Understand the you words you're saying. That's not the only all floor absolutely. we have to
0: stop you know. at anyway. I think we also have to stop at the third floor. I want to say.
2: Oh, <laughs> all right, fine. I mean, I understand what you're saying, Jason.
1: I absolutely do. Just let you know. So, be creative about it if you intend to rescue these things. Otherwise. It's probably a no-go.
0: Well, we did bring all the climbing gear, the grappling hooks, and the rope. So I can right, rig up I said, a net. I,
1: I have faith in you as players. Yeah. Be creative about it. And bear in mind, there is still a vampire. I know. I mean, yeah. And he wants the eggs.
0: Is he following us as we go downstairs?
1: Give me a notice check. All right. Mm. Actually, hang on a second. It's going to be a stealth roll.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah, I'll be looking out for him as well. Best equipped.
1: Yeah, I feel that. Uh, I'm going to stick with the seven. So anybody going to give me a notice roll? I have a nine.
0: A-tack, got and it. You... Uh, Mag,
5: crit failed. Damn. All right, so this is how I'm going to do this.
1: Did <laughs> you crit fail? Well,
5: and, and also don't forget, I have the one where I can s- sense supernatural beings if they're, as long as they're technically within line of sight of me. So, pretty much
1: the entire party does notice the mist is following you. It's staying back kind of far. Like, it's not getting within, like, striking distance, and it's staying kind of high to the ceiling. But it is there, and it's definitely keeping a trap to have on you. Justin, does Mags have any internal cyberware that aid him normally on notice rolls?
0: Uh, not on no- notice rolls, but I do have an internal computer.
1: No, I'm not going to have that, Fritz. What does happen... <laughs> As you're like, your whole like watching is You're trudging along, Misuki. You're you're still on her back, clinging to it as best you can, and like you're going through one of the floors. It's got like kind of a, a jungle kind of setup, like a lush environment of trees and branches. And Misuki just like pushes a giant branch out of the way without even casually thinking, because she's got the strength of a you know twelve foot tall power armor.
3: Uh-huh.
1: And as she lets go, it slaps back and hits you in the eyes Ow. and just. You are gonna take a level of fatigue for bumps and bruises, right. <laughs> which takes twenty-four hours to heal. Yeah. Everyone else is clearly like Masuki doesn't even have to look back. She's just like, yeah, it's following us. The dragon, you you can smell it, sense it. However, you, your arcane senses like play out for you, and then uh, uh, attack. You just go like the moisture sensors that you have that you very rarely use. You definitely pick up a large patch of condensation hugging the ceiling, moving out. Yeah, I didn't you. get the condescending condensation. I didn't get to throw my last insult at him as I was walking away. I mean, you still can. He's following you, and you're taking several minutes to clear these floors, so you could be insulting him the entire as he's time. As
4: I look around, I'd look back and like, why do not you come out and play, little wet bitch?" <laughs>
5: I'll occasionally so, yeah. look back at where the, the patch is and just breathe a cone of fire at the ceiling and then keep walking.
2: I'm going to attempt to make Every now a now and then baby you hit sling. pretty
5: solidly and you, you shake him, but... He catches up. I, I get it.
2: I can carry one of these eggs when we have to make a baby sling for the other one.
0: Yeah, I can make a sling for both of them. Don't worry. Are you sure it's worth the trouble?
1: I'm gonna let you know, rigging up an impromptu sling to carry a man-sized egg is not gonna be a matter of five or ten minutes. It's gonna be at least a half an hour. Alright. Okay. I mean, sure you're gonna have to whittle a, a suitably decent net to So you will be potentially Weaving potentially a basket for 30 minutes, yes. Yep. I right, am assuming you're doing that as soon as you hit the first egg floor. Yep. Alright, what so is it everybody else do is doing if I put Mags
2: on my shoulder, can he be working on it while we're still in motion?
1: First of all, no. He needs to get off you because he's clinging to... It's not like you have a pouch there. He's clinging to essentially an industrial turbine. Yeah. So it's yeah. not an easy ride for him by any means. Like, you're not a vehicle. That's true. So, yes, he has to be off you, and there's no way in hell he's going to be able to do this. Like, I, I'm in my mind, he's got to lay rope out, cut it, tie it. Make sure it's good. Fit it against the egg a couple times. Make sure it's secure. Eh. It's, it's it's work. Like, it's... I see that you've never had a harness up at the last minute. <laughs> Definitely not. A, yes, none of us have ever had a harness, a six-foot-tall egg that contains us being the size of a car. <laughs> You're right. None of us have had to do that, ever. <laughs> With, essentially, generic climbing gear. She
5: seems but kind yeah. of... Uh, sorry. That one seems kind of small. What if you tied it to my back?
0: I, yeah, we could do that.
1: A very smart idea. All right, so Justin, go ahead and give me a repair roll, please. Don't forget your minus one from your fatigue. As you command. It's already on there? Oh, it's on there. Still a success. Still yeah, a it'll su- take you about 20, 30 minutes, but you could rig something up.
0: Wow, good thing I rolled a what two is... on the wild die. That was close.
5: <laughs> like, right? like I'll, I'll just lay down and kind of hunker down close to the ground so that he has access to, like, lash it to my back.
1: The mist, since you are all keeping an eye out for it, drops down the stairwell and continues down the tower. It's not staying around watching you.
0: Well, now we have to be aware of, or uh, watch out for an ambush as we leave. He probably doesn't like the idea of us taking his food.
1: Probably not. Bear in mind that this is butting you up on hour three of this little journey. And you have a shifter holding a rift open for yeah. you. Just things to keep in mind.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. With that being said, are you still stopping to secure this egg? Yeah. Well, that's obviously Masuki's vote, but yeah. is everybody else cool with that?
5: <laughs> yeah, just want to make sure. All right. I'm hunkered down near the egg, so...
1: Uh, this one's kind of like a bluish silver in color. Like I said, size of a human being. Very heavy, but not so much compared to like what your dragon and your glitter girl can lift. Yep. The rope might be cutting it a little bit, but it's rated for like 500 pounds easy, so this should hopefully be enough. And you're making sure it's secure and thorough with your netting.
3: Uh-huh.
1: And you get a little egg satchel built up for the dragon. And you have another one set up for the glitter girl. Alright. And you continue down.
5: And now I'm trotting next to them on all fours, kind of like a... Like, almost like a little prance in my step.
1: <laughs> is anybody talking to each other? Because this is like I said. You've stopped for about 20-30 minutes. It is still even moving at a fast clip. I mean, it's... A lot of stairs to go down. You have time to chat and speak to each other and plan. You have a a strange new dragon. Dragon, you have only one of these beings seems to have a brain able to communicate with you. (laughs) I mean, you could lower yourself to using your innate psionic gifts to learn their garbage tongue if you want. I
5: mean, I've thought about it, but I'm like, I don't have any indication they're really saying anything important yet, so.
1: (laughs) Okay. So you make it down to the next egg room, secure the egg to the glitter girl, I imagine? Yep. Continue your trudge down. It's much faster without a vampire screwing with you and making you take forever. (laughs) You hit the fifth floor, and Mags, as you gaze upon the several piles of gold coins and jewels, you're wondering briefly, just briefly, with that inherent greed in your personality, what's sitting there on floor 38 to 50? They never (laughs) keep the good stuff at the bottom. Oh, lord. Uh, So.
0: Damn. Why don't we go up first? Shit.
1: First of all, did anybody bring backpacks or anything like that? I have backpacks of food.
5: I left mine in my other shell.
1: Yeah. Rock, you did mention you were bringing a backpack of food, so you could empty that out to fill it with gold and gems. Otherwise, you're limited to pockets... Or you can take clothes off and fashion little sacks. Well, unless you have something else you can think of to transport numerous loose coinage. I mean,
4: it doesn't look like we were going to be. I was expecting days long travel.
1: So. But this room is filled with multiple. It's not quite a Scrooge McDuck money bin coinage, but there's thousands of gold coins here.
4: Well, what do you say, Master Flint? The almighty
0: credit. Focus on well, the uh, actually
4: gems. Atak,
1: do you even recognize this as currency? Like it's just shiny metal discs.
0: <laughs> no, uh, see the uh, the gemstones. The, 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 those are worth more in the, for the same size. Focus on the gems. Collect as many of those as you can.
1: So you're, you're doing the Goonies rules here. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah so I am
0: gonna. I I will grab like a pocket, you know, like a, just a handful of the gold coins and put them in my pocket just, you know, because.
1: How much time are you going to spend sorting through treasure to pick out gems, We've already
0: spent a lot of time getting the eggs and stuff uh, and we don't have a lot of room, so, you know.
2: I'll go out the door.
0: Just grab as much as we can quickly.
5: And you- I don't want to get stuck
0: here.
2: I'll use and my...
5: Mike? Uh, Like a backhoe, I'm going to um, get some mouthful, uh, get like a mouthful of treasure and just swallow it.
3: Okay. Oh,
1: what are you doing, uh, Dragon give me, King? Uh, give me a vigor roll, if you would, please, Cleek. I don't remember a dragons it's not that you eating not can't gold. eat this; they can eat whatever they want. But it's, this is just to see how much relatively he gets. But yeah, you get a big old mouthful of treasure, gulp it down. Damn it.
5: Um, and then I'll try uh, I'll try to do two more but like slightly smaller mouthfuls uh, okay oh you didn't need to roll I was just rolling for my my other two things but yeah so
0: get better and better at eating gold <laughs> I'll
4: use my uh my flight to help me move quickly throughout the piles and dig out the gems
1: uh, that doesn't really <clears throat> help you dig out individual gems faster. I mean, you can Ooh. get the piles. Can I... that you're not shaving off a <clears throat> perishable amount of time. Can I assist him with notice? You can make a notice roll. Yes, Tess. Go yeah. ahead. Jesus. I tried not to assist you.
0: <laughs> yeah, you tried.
1: Uh, so, Rock, just give me an agility roll with a plus one from Tess.
5: I was like, what if I tail lash some of these piles to spread stuff around? Four.
1: <laughs> right. You might just be throwing gems further away from his reach. That's right, whereas I'm like, that's a gem. That's a gem. That's a gem. <laughs> uh that with the plus one that is a success. Do you want to stick with that or do you have any Bennies no, you want to No, That's what I
3: got. Okay.
1: So I'm assuming you're not spending forever, you guys said, so maybe ten minutes? No,
0: I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna randomly grab what I think may be the most uh valuable. I did not roll well on my gambling roll.
1: Do would you like to re roll?
0: Sure, I'll re roll with one Benny.
1: With
0: I got seen. No, no better. Yeah.
1: You reach greedily for another handful of coins, and then you realize as you squeeze them that they compress in your hand. And as you open it, there's like a sticky brown substance over your palm. Gross. And crumpled gold foil. Uh the, the <laughs> chocolate <chocolates>, coins. Chocolate <laughs> coins. Why couldn't <laughs> I have formal. eaten those? Yeah. Alright, so you spend 10 or 15 minutes clear out as oh, much treasure you can kind of rapidly shove your greedy little meat hooks on. Yep. And let's see, let me just double check the rolls here. So Nobody aced any of these, did they? Nope.
3: Uh-uh.
0: Okay. Other than Cleet uh, oh, eating yeah. them.
1: <laughs> Alright. So you make your way down? Yep. yep. Uh, no no sign of the
5: mist it's not on any of your sensors everything looks empty do i do i do i sense any supernaturals within my line of sight
1: give me one second oh god yeah go ahead and give me a notice roll if you would clean. yay you don't detect anything arcane actually i take that back you do um so as you're leaving and you're on the main floor Uh, As you're passing by one of the rooms you guys didn't actually explore, since you just kind of came in and immediately started going up, there's an alcove, and it looks like there's a statue holding a stone spear, and the spear itself is magic. Interesting. But That is the only arcane energy you detect.
5: I'm gonna grab it and move my mouth as I pass by.
1: Uh, You yank it out, it shatters the stone fingers of the, the figure holding it and it's heavy, like the spear itself is made completely of stone. Like a dull, just kinda grey stone. And it but it probably weighs like easily like eighty to a hundred pounds. But for you that's nothing with your strength. So you're holding this stone spear in your mouth. Yep. Occasionally like there's a coin like stuck between some of your molars.
0: You're eating rocks now, dragon kid.
5: No, it's it's special. Ugh.
0: Special, okay. And just kind of turned to the other guys, like he, and then saying an American, he thinks the the spear is special. Mag's just kind of smiling.
1: Uh, Mags, give me a common knowledge roll.
0: Okay, I keep rolling these 20s over here off screen for no reason because that's yeah, not how this game works. Wrong game.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm just warming up.
0: Common knowledge. I'm good
1: at that. Even with your fatigue. Even with the you, fatigue. You, you pass on your comment to your compatriots there, but then you really start to think about something. If he yanked it off a statue, why would it be a separate piece?
0: Oh, yeah. It does kind of make sense there.
1: I mean, it's not impossible, but it's definitely odd.
0: Well, that's probably more that magic stuff, so I'll let the dragon keep it. We'll
1: see. Right, and as you open the doors, uh, our young dragon friend gets the first glimpse of life outside this tower as you see what we were looking at previous.
5: What a dog. I take a moment and stare in awe at this beautiful sky.
1: It is kind of pretty. Okay. Because you guys did so well on your plan in, I'll say there's not really any hardships getting back. Especially now you have another super strong flyer. Sweet. So you kind of repeat your little thing. Keep doing your sensor scans. Still no detection of the vampire anywhere. Um, a couple close brushes with gravity as you... Uh, I mean, I imagine our young dragon's really flying for the more than six seconds at a time here. Right. <laughs> and I'm readjusting for this extra weight. Yeah. And then, so about another hour goes by, working your way back. And then you push the last rock close enough to your rift that you still see open in the distance. And when you're getting close enough to actually see Yeah, D612. D612. And as you're no, this one's D612. <laughs> They've got an upgrade right now. Yeah, somebody renamed it. V6
2: yeah, V612 smashed into another Damn one. It. So... Very energetically.
1: As you're approaching the rift, it looks like it's it's still nighttime on that side, obviously. There doesn't like there's any kind of time differential between these two dimensions, but you see uh, Lorena just sitting there, same position, but soaked in sweat, face looks pained. Occasionally, in the background, you see somebody moving around. You guess it's um, Clark and, and um, Ward, like pacing back and forth, and her eyes kind of like go wide she sees you and she can't move her arms in the position she's holding but the look on her face just tells you to hurry well it's a good thing we were in a hurry anyway
3: yep. yeah
1: so you approach the rift start to step through and with time just kind of stands still for a second first you see just a, a, a look of pain on arena's face and as her eyes roll back in her head and her form starts to slump Oh, and shit. then the the mm. picture you're seeing changes and just flips, like, it first once every, like, millisecond, then just rapidly, like, almost like you're having a seizure, as just the landscape flashes through hundreds of different combinations. And then the energy of the rift expands outward, sucking you in it before you have a chance to step through, so and then collapsing back in on itself. And from the white glare that you saw of the energy of the rifts kind of just overtake your vision fades... You're standing, what looks to be in a decent-sized city suburb. Stars in the sky look like your stars. Moon looks like your moon. And you hear somebody scream uh, to your left as a woman just walking by sees you just...
3: DRAGON!
1: <laughs> what the fuck? And then, in the sky... You see new light, thrusters, as Justin, Mag, recognize a coalition samas, three of them coming in from about a mile distance, arcing towards this town. And we will end there with our group now deep in coalition territory.
2: (sighs) Fuck you. Three dragons. You son of a bitch. DB, and here we are chilling with the coalition.
1: You're a terrible person. But a wonderful GM. Oh, and uh, actually, one last roll in case anybody has any bennies—a notice roll. It's okay, I'm gonna you notice the shit out bennies? of this. I got three
0: bennies. <laughs> what you talk about?
1: Oh yeah, you are. I got actually. Hang bennies. on, before anybody rolls further, let me make my rolls first because I have bennies left as well.
3: Uh, Jesus,
1: I might just—I'll spend the bennies I, I have.
0: I knew he was following yeah. us. Two extra,
1: anyways.
2: I assumed he came through with us, but I assumed he would come through to the place we wanted to be at, not the coalition.
0: Well, I thought he was the reason that she lost the rift. I thought that he got out, he snuck out before us and and did something to her. The
1: yeah. reason, Cleet, that you did not detect him was during the intermission he had cast Detect Conceal Arcana. So. That bastard. Uh, but I have an 11 for my stealth check, so if anybody can beat 14. that, looks like.
5: Yeah, atac. Did. I, mean, I didn't, but I still have pennies, So,
1: yeah, if I do mean spend them, this is the last roll of the session. Nope, so. I only got seven. I have an eleven. And rock, atac is you're just like your sensors are haywire as they're flooded with dimensional energies, and like everything is instantly like recalibrating and coming back online. And then as your moisture and condensation weather sensors start going off and adapt to the environment, and kind of give you a rough geographical location of where you're at it doesn't seem like you're super far from the region of Marl. Um, You're at least in the same hemisphere. (laughs) But then, just subtly, kind of creeping a few feet behind you around the ground, like hanging low to the ground is a big patch of condensation. So yes, your vampiric nemesis has followed you through the rift.
4: Our wet bitch is with us. Nice.
3: (laughs) Nice.
0: Thank you to everyone for listening to episode 7. We are in our Dreams Podcast and we hope you like it. If you do, make sure to give some love to Pinnacle Entertainment and uh Palladium Books for creating such a wonderful product. I hope everyone is having a wonderful holiday season and we'll see you in the next stream.